What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 181 of Ghost in the Night, a paranormal and a true crime podcast. Tonight, we are doing some more true crime, serial Crimey. killers. We love serial killers here. And tonight's episode is all about maybe the the craziest, I think the craziest serial killer of all time. If there's a Mount Rushmore of serial killers, this motherfucker is number one, in my opinion, because he got into some crazy fucking shit. And Travis will talk to us about the infamous, the notorious, the crazy, the skull-fucking Ed Kemper, the co-ed killer. He ruined one of the surprises. I'm sorry. That's the only thing I know about this, so I bet because I was lazy and didn't do any work today. Good. I like it that way. Everybody who's here, hello, welcome, happy Mother's Day, whatever. We're glad you're here. Good job taking it in the puss. Uh before we start, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment, and share the video out with your friends, because eyeballs are a good thing on podcasts. Eyeballs, earballs, balls, balls. Balls are good. Basketballs, footballs, uh, those little balls that apparently make up the male G-spot in the butthole. You know. I have I know nothing about this. Yeah, apparently there's a male G-spot in the butthole. Really? Yeah. We were supposed to be gay. I mean, I think that's what God tells us. I don't know. Fuck me if I know. Anything anything exciting happened this week? Uh, no, we did screw up a lot on uh, I went Wednesday's What the Fuck episode. Yeah. What the Fuck Wednesday. We got to retouch some shit that we, we, didn't, we didn't cover. We wanted to talk about Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And we didn't get to it. Well, I mean. Uh, and I also was thinking about getting to, we've got a lot of demonic scratch comments. So if you're listening to this and you've, commented on our demonic scratches episode i will kind of do a little oh, the fuck you doing i will do a little we will kind of go over some of those on wednesday's what the fuck episode yes that is the only business that i have and i don't care about the rest the good news is well we were holding good connection until i said something that's all right fuck it i don't know fuck me god damn it i should have rebooted the because I've noticed on my phone, it's, the connection has been a little slow. But I thought it was my phone because it's fucking old as fuck and I need a new one. Should we do it? No, we're just rolling with it. All right, fuck it. We're rolling with it. We're recording. We're going with it. Our true, our our loyal listeners will will power through this with us. I don't know. It's Mother's Day. I don't expect to see too many people. Probably not, but that's okay. But anyway, that's it. No, 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 that's it. No that's all I got. No big, no, no Johnny Depp or... Um, Johnny Depp, what the fuck? I mean, I did, well, I wanted to talk a little about that on Wednesday. Did you see that one video of her? It looked like she took a bump on the stand. Did you see that with the, yeah, that was, I don't, I'm not saying she was snorting coke, sitting but on the it, stand. But I'm saying she was snorting it coke. It looked a lot like it. She had a little coke in that hanky or tissue or whatever she had. She could have. I don't know, but. And if she does, I have a whole new utmost respect for her. If you're that ballsy. To take a bump on the stand. She's still a of, fucking psycho. I, I might take back my, I'd knock her, knock her off for sitting in my bed. <laughs> She's allowed to sit in the bed now? <laughs> Maybe. If you got that kind of nuts. You want to, oh, the demons? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the demon thing, I'm not saying it's not. I don't think it's a demon necessarily. I think there could be some spirit interaction. I mean, potato, potato. I mean, Name like, it what you will. Like I've had it happen to me twice and I've documented both of them via video. But, you know, I don't know. I just immediately, immediately go to the a demon I'm going to be possessed is a bit far-fetched there, Gregory. I agree with you on that. 
Most of the time. 98 Well, see, and my problem with that is we all know. Anybody that listens to this show regularly knows that I have my own opinion. So, like, just the, just the term demon kind of throws me off because I'm like, you know, why can't like, – why demon? I just don't like the term. Pissed off entity, if you will. Yeah, that is true. I agree. I don't – you know, it's – this is a complex situation. And uh, entity, I don't know what it is. Like I said, I'm not 100% sold that haunted activity is even a ghost of dead people. Who who the fuck knows? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. We have to ask. There's only, it's like fucking Kid Rock said, only God knows why. Yes, I agree completely. The almighty Kid Rock. The all-knowing. Yeah. The oracle of modern day Kid Rock. I don't well, know, but uh, after Josie, he you know he lost yeah. a little bit of his power, but that's okay. You know, he's he's Joe C. He's the J O E to the C ho. Call him Joe C. Got more game than Coleco. He's a freak. Don't call him sick. Okay, that's enough. Stop. We don't want a copyright strike. Kid Rock wouldn't come after us. What the fuck would he get out of it? Not much, baby. Not much. All right. Well, before we get into this again, like, share, comment, and subscribe. Everybody in the live stream, send it to someone. Force it down there. But anyway, fuck all that. Moving on. Tonight, we're going to talk about Ed Kemper, the co-ed killer. Now, I have this asterisk at the beginning to talk about the fact that this man was interviewed multiple times and was a very large factor in the writing of the FBI's serial killer profiling uh whatever the fuck you want to call it exactly. They took a lot Addendum. of knowledge from what they gained from him. Yes. Put it into the profile. Yes. Because yes. he, he, he was a very smart, talkative little fella. Well, he wasn't little. No, no, nothing little about this motherfucker. All right. Let's get into this. Let's dive in head first, balls deep. So about two and a half inches. That's going to get stinky. All right, so... Edmund Emil Kemper III was born on December. Let's start that over again. Hey, yes, take, right yep, right. Take All right, two. fuck me in the ass. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not cutting that shit out. You know that. I don't give a fuck. Edmund Emil Kemper III was born on December 18, 1948, in Burbank, California, to his parents, Clarnell Elizabeth Kemper and Edmund Emil Kemper Jr. First off, what the fuck kind of name is Clarnell? Cornell or Comma? Clarnell. I, you lost me there. It sounds like it sounds like a shitty candy that your grandma keeps in a fucking glass bowl on her dining room or on her like a coffee op- table that's like got dust on it, like a shitty version of those little strawberry wrapped ones, like an off brand of uh, some kind of Carmelo bar. It sounds it sounds like it sounds like a, a a fucking mentholated cough drop that they tried to make taste good, like a like a caramel flavored cough drop. Yes, I agree. That's what this bitch is. I, you know, it's people back in the. I'm assuming his parents probably were born roughly. I I didn't teen, write those. Teens, I saw those teens dates. and 20s. Yeah, pre or during the, I would say in the 20s in the 1920s. Moving on. All right, let's get but, right into but, the information. But those people named their kids some fucked up shit. Oh yeah. I'm just saying. What was the one? I forget. There's one that I've been looking into for a later episode. Uh, there's a there's a, a person in, involved in it whose name is Dagmar. Fucking Dagmar. Anyway, we're moving on. Hmm. 
Oh, God, your mom's here on Mother's Day. You What's might want up? Happy Mother's Day, Oh, by Day, the way, mother. before we get too far into this, potential viewers' discretion advised. There's some fucked up shit oh, in this, this one. Oh, this one gets, this is, this is gnarly. It gets a little hairy, if you will. <laughs> but it's very fitting for a Mother's Day special. I know. I said the same thing. Like, I put it on my Snapchat story, and, like, of course, the song I put on there was, Mother, tell your children not to come my way. Danzig. Oh, I hate him. Uh, that's about the only fucking song I could tolerate of his. I, I couldn't tell you another fucking Danzig song. I couldn't either. All right. Okay. All right. So let's dive fucking real deep. Okay. So Ed Kemper was the middle child of three children, and he was the only boy born to his parents. His dad was a World War II veteran, and he actually stayed overseas after the conclusion of the war to test nuclear weapons at the Pacific Proving Grounds before he returned to California and found work as an electrician. So, what year was Ed Kemper born again? 48. 48. So, his father stayed over to help test nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapons after World War II. And go figure, he had a six foot nine son. That was a little fucked up. Mm. I'm not spoiling anything there. Uh, There's more to it than that. We'll get further into it. Okay. Uh, So, Edmund Jr. and Clarnell had a really rocky marriage. She actually would often berate Edmund Jr. for not making enough money with his electrician job. You mean daddy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why well, he's... When you're fucking with the nuclear weapons, testing them, or, you know, in that program, and then you're... That's kind of a... Oh, I mean, it's fucking... He's an electrician. She, like, it's a good, solid fucking living. Oh, absolutely. I agree. But, you know, she's used to a nuclear... Somebody with a little bit more excitement in her life. Now you're just a fucking early electrician? <laughs> Edmund. So, anyway... Edmund Jr., for the time being in this beginning part, if it's Edmund, it's his dad, just to clarify and fucking confusion. Wait, what is this? Edmund. He's Edmund, too? He's the third. Okay. So Edmund Jr. said about his former wife, and this is a quote, suicide missions in wartime and the atomic testings were nothing compared to living with Clarnell. That's saying something. Yeah, and that and that she affected him, quote, more than 396 days and nights of fighting on the front. You know you're a bitch if the PTSD That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't give a fuck. The marriage. And bitch, asshole, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit what gender you are or what, what you identify as. I don't give a shit. None of it. If you're that much of a fucking prick... You need to rearrange your fucking life and figure some shit out. You might want to rethink your life choices. If somebody would rather go to war and just, like be dangerously close to nuclear weapons than come home and be like, hey, honey, how you doing? What the fuck are you doing with your time? You are just a first-class biatch. Right? The fuck, man? I mean. This poor guy. Because he said, from, from all accounts, I understand, from what I read, he's a nice guy. So moving on, she fucking, he hated his wife more than war. So there's that because she was a bitch. So Clarnell was also an alcoholic and was mentally abusive to Ed, her, Ed, the third, their son, and probably both their daughters. And it's alleged that she was physically abusive, at least towards Ed. Okay. Alleged. I, I taught you can pretty much fucking bank on it from everything she that I read. Definitely uh, showed favorites. We'll say that. Yeah. So odds are there might have been a little touchy touchy bang bang kind of not sexual, just more physical as in like the video. So um, 
as we were saying, his dad stayed behind after the war to test nuclear weapons. So here we jump ahead to Ed Kemper the third being born and weighing 13 pounds when he was born. And by the time he was four years old, he was a whole head taller than all of his peers. He was a big 13 big. pounds. That's a 13. Pounds. That's like my mom always used to say, talking about childbirth is like, she always used to say, it's like squeezing a watermelon through a lemon. <laughs> In this, in this one, I don't even know what to fucking call it. That's not even a watermelon. What is it, a jackfruit? I think that's the biggest fruit in the world. I fucking have... creative name, isn't it? You got dragon fruit, papaya, kumquat. What do we name the giant, the biggest one in the world? Jackfruit? Works Why? My name's Jack. It's Fuck like, you, I found it first. It's like a meteor. Whoever found it, names it. They are fucking huge, too. But anyway, fuck fruits. That's not what we're here for. So... At an early age, Ed began to exhibit antisocial behavior, including torturing insects and cruelty to animals, which is part of the McDonald Trio, which is hurting animals, uh, starting fires, and wetting the bed for an extended period of time. Now, is all three of those a guarantee you're going to be a serial killer? No, but I guess I, I guess most, almost all serial killers have one of if I must a combination be a of the three. I must be a late bloomer. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, well, that was my thing. I was like, I, I was thinking back. I was like, I don't, I wouldn't say that I was ever cr like cruel to animals, but no. I mean, what, what young boy didn't fucking shoot a Robin with a BB gun once or twice. I will kill me a freaking mouse though. That's for damn sure. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between killing a mouse with a mouse trap Cause it's in your house and like, like fucking... catching one and like pinning it down and shoving your index finger up its butthole until That's you fucking like, I are playing with its tonsils. But if you are a spider in my home, you're dead. Inside, yeah. Yes. I don't give a fuck outside. outside. As long as you don't drop down in front of me. Because then it's just like you're getting a shock kill at that point. But a mouse? You're going to hit like Elvis from Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. He said, oh, Elvis, I love you, man. just want to let you know you're a big inspiration. He said, look out, man. You know what that is? That's karate, man. I try karate. I chop a man right in half. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? I, I don't think I've seen it at all. It's uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, dude, it's fantastic. Yeah. He I said, "What, what are you doing there?" He said, "We're smoking marijuana, Dewey." He said, "Can I try some?" He said, "You don't want to try this." He said, "Well, what's the duty?" He said, it, "It makes all your bad feelings into good feelings." He said, well, "I kind of think I might want to try some." No, you don't. That's every time he tries a new drug. The guy's like, he's like, you don't want this, man. And then gives him the reason why it's fucking great. Right. Drugs are bad, though. Don't do drugs. Let's fucking cross that off the list. Yeah, do not do drugs, kids. Stay in school. Because I was thinking, I was looking at our analytics before you go further. Analytics? Analytics. Anal. If you're new here, we're fucking children. We're not. We are immature. Fuck. I'm, yeah. I'm it's, a it's amazing. I can't believe how immature both of us are while... while Holding like a legitimate amount of of knowledge about at least some things, and I'm half in the bag now, so it doesn't matter. Right, I've been dying since I was fucking twelve. Um, no, but I'm a middle aged adolescent. But I was looking at our analytics, and somehow we have actual percentage of thirteen to seventeen year olds on YouTube. What the fuck? How in the? Where are your parents? Exactly. You're the shittiest parents in the world if you're letting them I feel bad being around my my significant others, nieces and nephews sometimes. Fuck. Fuck, you're 31. Or are you 32? 32. 32. I'm, I feel like I'm a bad influence on you. 
No, my shit was fucked before you came along. I know, but still. I don't think we would have got along so well if it wasn't. So, moving forward. um, As with the aforementioned animal cruelty, cruelty, stuff like that. Triple cheeseburger. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, skull fucking it. (laughs) So, when Ed Kemper was 10 years old, he killed the family cat by burying it alive. And once the cat had passed away, he dug it up cut its head off, and mounted the head on a spike. Okay. That's a little overkill. <laughs> I do not like cats. It's very ritualistic. I, I mean, I'm not a cat person either, but you're never going to see me fucking killing a cat. But I, I'm not going to go out of my way. Like, I'll even pet cats. Like, they're cool. They just they wouldn't keep, have one. Well, I'm, a, I'm extremely allergic to cats. Mm. They could kill me. So if I kill a cat, it's like self-defense. Right. But I would not go out of my way to kill a cat. Yeah. Unless I felt like it. Now I'll kill Chalupa if she doesn't stop whining. Uh, and she's but staring me in the I will eye. say this. If I see somebody killing a cat, I just might go, don't do that. And walk away. It depends on the scenario. If it's like somebody who's clearly cracked out of their fucking gourd, I'm going to be like, mm, this is not a job for me. This is a job for the local police. But I will say this. I almost killed a cat the other day. Yeah? Yeah. Well, Chalupa. Um, most Chupla is most of the cats that fucking sit out of living like god forsaken ghetto now it's not that bad over here there's a lot of stray cats yeah Where i mean that's all over the city obviously we have dog catchers why don't we have fucking cat catchers get these motherfuckers out of here because they're too smart but anyway i have to go out with chalupa now because you know all the stray cats yeah and she's you know 75 percent the size of the Fucking mountain lions we have fucking roaming around here. If that. I mean, this the, your dog weighs, what, Eight seven pounds, pounds maybe? Tops. Yeah. Even though she's getting a little fat. You chunky little thing, you. Yes, but I'm not But I'm not going to go out of my way to kill a cat unless you attack my dog. Well, I mean, that's any animal. But like, if you not, attack me, my, my pet, or like somebody I care about, I don't give a fuck what you are. I don't give a shit gonna, if you're a fucking, like that guy that threw the bobcat. Have you seen that video? No. Oh my god, yeah, it's on his it's on his camera. I'll show it to you later. It's hilarious. He like is walking out to his truck, normal ass dude, walking out to his truck in the morning with his coffee. He's like, Morning like talking to somebody running by and shit. And then fucking his wife, like you hear his wife scream and he's like, Oh, and you hear like Rah! you know, that like demonic fucking bobcat sound. Yeah. And like this bobcat just comes out of the garage, I think. It was in the garage, and it's like chasing his wife and shit. I mean, you can have three cats. That's cool. I don't have a problem with cats. I just wouldn't choose to own one. If, like, but at the same time, I'm the type where, like, if I found a kitten, there's a pretty good chance I'd end up just being like, yeah, fuck it. This is Barnaby. But, uh, dude, this fucking bobcat comes out, like, comes out chasing his wife and shit. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? And just this whole thing goes on. And, like, he fucking, like, like it, it does some it, it like chills out doesn't chill out but it's not like on him and he's like one of the neighbors is, that was running by he's like bleh, bleh, bleh. he's like it's a bobcat and then it like charges his wife or him or something like that i think it charges his wife like grabs her and then fucking like he just grabs this motherfucker and like throws it out into the yard and then like they obviously it turns around like and he just like you know he's a good god-fearing trumper so he had his concealed carry on him, and I believe he dispatched that bobcat with extreme prejudice. I don't blame him. And not in that situation, because chances are that motherfucker probably had rabies or something. For a bobcat to be in a residential area and like actively be going after something, 
Yes, she, my mother has some dogs. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. I think one's an alien. You know, what's a pug? Yeah. You know, like in Men in Black. <laughs> that motherfucker, you will probably kill a fucking cat. <laughs> Bandit, that's Bandit. But the other one, whatever the fucking wiener. He's a wiener dog. He ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to Ed right, fucking yeah. Kemper. No, enough talk about pussy. So. Oh, what we, oh, we, oh okay. My bad. <laughs> I got excited for a moment. A moment. When Ed, so fast forward a little bit, when Ed was 13 years old, he killed another of the family's cats by cutting its head, cutting at least part of its head off. Mm -hmm. I think he might have cut the top of its head off. Scalped it? Like cranium and all, I believe. But either way, he cut the cat's head off in some form with a machete, you know, because fucking... Viva la revolucion, the fuck out of this cat. He Che guevara the fuck out of this thing. He guerrilla warfare this little key, key, key. So after he did that, he hid the remains in the closet in the house for a while until his mom found it. And somehow he made this go away. I don't know how he talked his way out of it, but I guess nothing major happened because of it. And the reason that he killed this cat is because in his mind, the cat was starting to favor his younger sister. Maybe. That's uh, rational to me. We're starting off pretty fucking crazy here. Call me crazy, but that's kind of crazy. So, fucking moving forward. All right, yeah, you take, care of, you take care of the dog. I'll take care of the cats. So, as a kid, Ed would do really weird shit with his sister's dolls, which... Shocker. This is nothing new. These activities were almost, I use the word akin here. What's up? Almost akin to like a a sort of a half-assed display of torture or ritualistic thing. And they usually culminated in him removing the heads and hands from the dolls. And from what I understand and from what I read, when he finally would pop the heads off these fucking dolls, he actually got, like, a sexual thrill out of it. Which, I mean, popping the head off a doll, I guess, could be a satisfying sound. Not quite as good as, like, a good tight cork coming out of a bottle. Or, like, if anybody likes to eat many M&Ms out of the tube from the gas station, if you push on the front of it with your thumb, it makes a nice popping sound. I suggest everybody tries it. I learned it from my better half. She's a uh, she's an Eminem connoisseur and wizard. Now that that bullshit fucking random rant is done, and I'm not sitting here by myself because I feel like I go off the rails less convincingly when I'm by myself. So where are we at? Uh, him popping heads off dolls. Popping so doll. okay, moving forward, he actually said later that as a young boy he would sneak out of the house at night with his dad's bayonet to go to his second grade teacher's house and just kind of stare at her through the window at night. Not creepy at all. Yeah. Right? It's normal. I mean, who didn't do that? We all do that. It, I still do that. Not really. Well, I stand outside your house with a bayonet. Who wouldn't? So, side note to that, his older sister actually made fun of him about his attraction to his teacher and teased him asking why he never tried to kiss her. And in response, Ed Kemper said, if I kiss her, I'd have to kill her first. That's pretty much been my saying through life. Yeah, but you're a grown man. We're talking about a fucking elementary school kid. That's true. Yeah, that's a whole different 
fucking level. We're dealing with some real. See, I don't God have, damn it, Bobby. I don't have the McDonald's, the McDonald's triple or whatever. What was it? What's that called again? McDonald's McDonald's triad. triad. McDonald's. I have the Taco Bell triad. Hey, Roxy, made Roxy. it in. Hey, what's going on, Roxy? Glad you made it. Okay, so Ed and his young. This is another fucking weird one. Ed and his younger sister. I left their. I left like sisters' names and shit. Uh, you're not that late. We're still in childhood. But um, in the story, we know we're still in childhood. Chavi, what tit tit? Um, I left like his sisters' names out just because. You know, they maybe they were capable of like pulling together a normal life after all this, and let's not bring no, them into hold it. Hold on, I apologize if I, I can that, share the video. If I, if you've already mentioned this, but did you get to, or have you talked about the part where he actually where his room was? Not yet. Okay. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. So Ed and his younger sister. This one's like this one's so darkly humorous to me. Ed and his younger sister would play their favorite games, games such as gas chamber and electric chair huh now I mean, all those although these seem self-explanatory i will further expand on this basically they would take turns sitting in the chair while the other flipped the switch and pretended to be they would pretend to be, pretend to be electrocuted or gassed to death if they were in the ex, as if they were in an execution chamber well, that's better than playing Cowboys These were two of their favorite games as children. Like I said, that's better than playing Cowboys in India. You know, not Heads Up, Seven Up, uh, Duck, Duck, Goose, Hide the Teacup in the Bed Sheets with Uncle Ray. You know, none of that bullshit. We're talking about the good stuff. Electric chair, gas chamber. ski Fire, Firing squad. Live action. I want fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Fucking hanging. Let's play hanging. I'd rather not. Or my favorite, death. Of boredom, by boredom. Right. So on top of all that, you add in the fact that while he was still a young kid, Ed actually recalls two near-death experiences, and these are kind of fucked up. One came when his older sister tried to push him in front of a moving train. That bitch. And another was when that same older sister pushed him into the deep end of a pool where he almost drowned. So, so the apples didn't fall far from That's the tree. what I was going to say. I, 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 with the way his mom has already been and the way we're going to dive deeper into how she is, how he ended up in that shit, I feel like there's a lot of there, – there's a, there's a, a, a circular level, a, a pattern to this fucking crazy behavior within this family. I agree. I, I, can, I can see – you don't have to be Nostradamus to see where the story is going. Yeah, right? So Ed and his dad had a really close relationship, and he was super fucked up when his parents got divorced in 1957. So does that make him nine? It's a hard time to get for your parents that's to get a, divorced. Yeah, that's a shitty time. Yeah. Around the time, well, I mean, my parents were getting divorced my whole fucking life. It just took a long time. It was a slow, draw, slow drawn out. Well, process. common law in Texas, Ohio doesn't recognize common law, but you, they recognize Texas's recognition of common law. Therefore... You kind of skate between a bunch of Ohio laws, but they have to be abided by through the court system. Well, that just makes shit complicated. Yeah. Plus, throw in kids, you know, well, kid. Anywho, enough about my Shouldn't sad story. In the arms of okay, Sarah. Keep it, keep it moving. Yeah. So, um, 
Because of this divorce in 57, this left Ed to be raised by and live with his mom, Clarnell, in Helena, Montana. So, due to his mom's tendency to be extremely neurotic and domineering, paired with her alcoholism, Ed dealt with a lot of abuse, a lot of humiliation, and he oftentimes felt belittled by his mother. Shocker. Yeah, shocker. And on top of throwing on top of that, his mom had like a really deep seated hatred for her son because almost basically strictly because of his dad. He He reminded, he reminded her of his father who she fucking couldn't stand. Which, you know, this is a topic that is kind of weird. I understand it. It's how could somebody, I don't agree with it, but but I I see see where the, I see where the human mind takes that and some people are less <laughs> able to deal with that separation yeah or you know the separation of father and son yeah but i can i can see it not justifying i'm not you know yeah no, no right. i don't but i don't justify any of it I any see of that how but that I could I can, happen yes i could wrap but my I, head around your mind working that out you're to just be, like your father yeah i mean that shit happens on a daily basis to a lot of people right. it's just to what extreme so fuck her so Clarnell would make Ed sleep and stay in the basement and she would let him up for dinner, which in order to do that, the dinner table itself was actually had to be moved because it was on top of the cellar door into the basement. So in order for them to, for her to let him up to eat dinner, she had to move the table, open the cellar and then allow him up to have dinner with the family. That's not child abuse at all. No, normal, normal. Where's, where's child services when you need them? Clearly not in Helena, Montana in 57. So Ed's, Ed's sisters would make fun of him because of his size because by the time he was 15, he was six foot four, and they called him a weirdo, which I don't, like, that's, you know, not to be a, sound like a heartless dick, but, like, that's whatever. That That just seems like kids being kids. But when you throw it on top especially, of all the other shit that's going siblings, on. You know, siblings yeah. are hard on you. But when one of your Probably siblings has tried to kill you on several occasions, it gets a little fucking fuzzy on these things. Right. On what's what's the breaking point and so on and so forth. Right. So I agree. back to the info. Ed Kemper alleges that he overheard his mother talking on the phone with his father, telling him that she wouldn't show Ed any affection because she feared that this would, quote, Turn him gay, and told young Ed that no woman would ever love him. Well, that's just a great thing for a mother to say. To yeah, her. so she's homophobic, alcoholic, mentally and physically abusive, and just a straight up fucking dick face. She obviously needs to get laid. Yeah, like fucking this lady makes fucking Amber Heard look like Joan of Arc. Like you're telling your kid that you don't want to go show him affection. Because it'll turn him gay, and you no woman's ever going to love him. That is, I would take that. I would gladly take sh- poops in my bed over that. We covered this. No, I'm not taking poops in the bed. Over that? I would. No. So, well, I guess, you know, teach a potato, potato, teach their own, I guess. But here's the thing. Here's the difference between her and Amber Hurt. Obviously, Amber had a vagina. You throw that shit up in the air, you call it sunshine. Because Johnny stuck around for a while. Let's be honest. He put up with the crazy. So Edmund said, fuck it, I'm out. So I'm getting really good at timing these water breaks on my episodes. I like it. 
motherfucker, we've been live for like 40 minutes. Where the hell you been at, Gonzo? Anyways. All right. So moving on again. In later interviews, Ed described his mother as a, quote, sick, angry woman and has suggested that she suffered from borderline personality disorder, which I, I, I can see it. I'll oh, buy it. Absolutely, yeah. I, I'll subscribe to that magazine. Yes, I will have one of those as well. Thank you. He was not far off for sure. Oh, apparently somebody died from eating 413 chicken McNuggets. So now we know you can only eat 412. Moving on. The more you know. <laughs> so um, when he was... Wow, I typoed the fuck out of that. That's okay. What the fuck was that? Nobody would ever know, but now you told everybody. I really did. It literally says, when he was, comma, oh, I just let, left out the age. That's what it was. Okay, so at some point, Ed ran away from his mom's house in an attempt to find and be reunited with his dad, whom he found in Van Nuys, California. But when he got there, he found out that his dad had remarried and had a stepson with his new wife. So Ed's stepmother was not a fan. She felt very uneasy with him around, saying that she started to get migraines since he had come around. And on one occasion, she said that while she was pregnant, Ed followed her around the house. And I didn't get this in there. Apparently, from what I understand, this happened twice. Like He ran away from his mom's house and went to his dad's twice from my research. I don't even know of the last time. I mean, this, when, this is the first time? Uh, no, this is the second time that this occurred. So, again, she recalled while she was pregnant, Ed following her around the house, closing the blinds and drapes, saying it was too bright, which obviously made her feel fucking uneasy. You've got a, like a six foot five teenager that's not your kid that just popped up on your doorstep following you around, closing blinds and shit, saying it's too bright. He was just looking out for her. I guess. So she told him that he needed to leave, and around this time, her son Gilbert came home and saw how scared his mom was, so he chased Ed away with a a hammer. Gilbert? Gilbert. Gilbert. Ed, if you don't get out of my mother's house. I mean, seriously, I don't care if a Gilbert had a fucking hammer. If you were, how old was Ed at this time? Uh, I think, I want to say he was like 15. So... No, I don't think he was 15. Still probably six foot. Oh, he's over six foot. Over six foot. Yeah, he's like six foot four, six foot five. And Gilbert was coming after me with a hammer. Well, I mean, up to that bitch, up to that point, you would off, bitch. up to that point, you would assume that he doesn't know that about himself because of his upbringing, the way his mom treated him, the way his sisters treated him, treat you like a fucking cat, all that shit, bury you alive. Well, plus throw in the abandonment issues from his dad. There's a lot of, there's a cyclone of fucking shit going on for this teenage kid, really, if you think about it. Perfect storm, if you will. Oh, we're going to be in the eye of it here soon. Well, not that soon. But, anywho, after a few weeks of these random weird fucking incidences that were going on, his dad sent him to live with his grandparents on a ranch in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountains. Now, when his father spoke to Clarnell about sending their son to live with his parents... Clarnell said something along the lines of, don't be surprised when you get a phone call and he killed them both. Hmm. Yeah. More to come on this story. Clarnell might be crazy, but she's she's sly. She's crazy like a fox. And she's probably not boxy with a name like that. 
I would imagine not. I saw a picture of her. I don't remember. His, now his stepmom, his dad's second wife. She was up- she was a looker. He upgraded back in the day. He upgraded. Yeah, she was she was a, she was a good looking madam. Madam. So yeah. So they went. He got ended up getting sent to live with his parents or his grandparents, his father's parents. And uh, when this happened, Ed recalls that his he referred to and thought of his grandfather as being senile and that his grandmother was constantly very emasculating to towards himself and his grandfather. And he didn't like his grandmother because she reminded him of his mom for obvious reasons that we just talked about. She was a bit of a bitch too. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck kind of shitty luck do you have kiddo? Like your mom's a fucking dick face. And then you go to live with your dad. You creep out his new wife, get sent to his parents and your, your dad's mom is like your mom. There's not even a fucking bloodline there. You just got butt fucked by fucking karma, I guess. The heart, the the hot mom, is a didn't want him around. Damn. Right. Excellent. Uh, like and share the video. So after less than a year of living with his grandparents, on August twenty seventh, nineteen sixty four, Ed had an argument with his grandmother at the kitchen table. Ed got all pissy and me, 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 like teenage kids do, yeah, you know. And but he Puberty went to and all that shit. He went to get the rifle that his grandfather had given him for hunting, which he had to get from a specific place in the house because it had been taken away due to him using it to randomly and pointlessly kill animals. There's that popping its ugly little head up again. So his grandmother said to him, "Oh, you'd better not be shooting the birds again." Before Ed shot her in the head and then twice more in the back. And there's also mention, depending on what account you read, of postmortem stab wounds to the torso. And because of it, which, which I guess is confirmed because when he was asked about it later, he said that he didn't want her to feel suffering. I'm like, motherfucker, you shot her three times, once in the noggin. Should be good enough to do the fucking job. But yeah, she's probably like 86. I would think she, she's donezo at that time. I don't know. She might have been scrappy. I would hope so. Fuck. So after this, uh, shortly after that occurrence, Ed's grandfather returned home from the grocery store. So Ed went out to the driveway and he shot his grandfather dead next to his car. Well, you can't leave witnesses. Well, it's not even that. Because we'll go into this, because when he was questioned by the police after this whole occurrence, he said that for the first murder, he said that, quote, I just want that he, quote, just wanted to see what it felt like to kill grandma. I mean, who hasn't been there? That would be me. No, never. Never just wondered, like, hey, wonder what it'd feel like to kill that family member. Not, not a grandma. Fair enough, I guess. Um. And he also testified in court that the only reason he killed his grandfather is so that he wouldn't have to know that his wife was dead and that he also feared that his grandfather would be angry with him for what he had done. I think he can, yeah, I mean. He was covering all his bases. Even if your grandma was a fucking dick to your grandpa, I'm pretty sure he's not going to just sign off on you shooting her. Well, he was. You never know. I mean, who knows? Maybe if he didn't kill his grandpa, he could have been fucking good. He'd been like, yeah, fuck that bitch. Let's go bury her in the woods. And then everything's just happily ever after. Pappy would have covered it up for him. They're just churning each other's ice cream, getting real incestuous and stinky. Why do you have to go there? 
I mean, it's the foothills. Any anytime you in, you we still in Montana. Anytime you throw in foothills, oh, no, we're in California now. Aren't we? Yeah, anytime you it's throw California. in foothills, banjos come running right behind. You got a pretty mouth, boy. I'm gonna make you squeal like a pig. Somebody call fucking Burt Reynolds. When we get the Ouija board, Burt, knock the Ouija board off the wall if you're taking it in the ass from a hillbilly in hell. Ned Betty's still alive. The so. Hellbilly Deluxe. Shout out Rob Where's Zombie. Ned, Ned Betty's still alive, is it? I don't fucking know. I think Ned Betty's, Ned Betty's still alive, I believe. Maybe not. I don't fucking know. Hmm. Well, the world will never know because it uh, probably doesn't really matter. Anywho's it. So a psychiatrist diagnosed at this time, diagnosed Ed Kemper as a paranoid schizophrenic, which he was not. He was just a fucking sociopath. Let's clear that up. He was not a paranoid schizophrenic which that'll come up later. And his crimes were deemed incomprehensible for a 15 year old to commit. And he was sent to the, uh, Atascadero state hospital. I don't know why that was so hard. I literally like read that like four or five fucking times when I wrote it, that when I typed it just to make sure Atascadero, 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 Ed Kemper's grandma's fucking brains in a basket. Oh, apparently Ned Beatty did die. Bye, Ned. Thanks, Gregory, for... Was it COVID? I'm sure it was. Everybody died of COVID. Right. So, uh, again, he was sent to the Atascadero State Hospital, which was a maximum security facility in San Luis Obispo County that was used to house mentally ill convicts. While incarcerated at Atascadero, psychiatrist disagreed with Kemper's original diagnosis, saying that he showed no expression of delusions or hallucinations, no evidence of bizarre thinking, no interference with thought, and that he showed none of the stereotypical signs of a paranoid schizophrenic. No. Which, let's be real, over the course of science, in its earlier years, mentally at least, paranoid schizophrenia was kind of thrown around pretty loosely. Which, for a lot of shit that has a name now. Right, yeah. You know, it was a catch-all term. Yeah, I mean, you can't really blame them. It is what it is. You you have trial and error over the years. It fucking sucks, but that's how it works. So, this is when it came out to be known that Ed Kemper had essentially a genius-level IQ. I've seen 145. I've seen 136. Smart fucker. Yes. Like, I mean... A little below me, but still... I mean, mine's 164,000. My IQ is the same level as my Thetan score. I don't even know if that's good. I don't know if a high Thetan score is good or not. Yeah, I don't no. fucking know. You lost me at Thetan. Yeah. So, and while he was here, Kemper was a model prisoner and was even trained to administer psychiatric testing to other inmates. And he later said that after his second, after his second arrest, he said that knowing how to understand how the tests worked allowed him to manipulate psychiatrists, and he admitted to learning a lot from the sex offenders that he was locked up with, mainly pointing out that these were the people that informed him that leaving no witnesses is always smarter. Therefore, if he's going to rape a woman, he should kill them afterwards to avoid living a living victim to testify to the crime. Right. Continue. Did it start jumping again when you moved it over there? No, it was jumping before that. Oh, was it? Yeah, we're fucked up. Sorry about the fucking before the live stream. I'm right. sure we're coming. Good in thing out. it's on Mother's Day when we weren't expecting to get a bunch of viewers anyway. So 
On December 18th, 1969, Ed was released on parole from Atascadero on his 21st birthday. So, what, six years? Not even six years? Uh, for a double murder. He was released into the care of his mother. Good call, California state penal system. Well, you know, they don't have a good track record. <laughs> yeah. Against the recommendations of psychiatrists at the hospital, and on November 29th, 1972, his juvenile records were permanently expunged. So, you know, I, we got a lot of uh, failures to communicate and to adjudicate officially and well in this, I, I in think, my personal and humble opinion. I think expunging murder is a bit much. That's something I think you might, might, should might go with you. At least that fast? Like six years or no, what was that? That's not six years. So he was 21 and 69. He committed the crimes in what? Fucking 64, so five, six, eight years. Eight years after a double homicide, you expunge his criminal record? Yeah. What's up, dude? Which, I'm I'm all for expungement. Right. But, but, There's plenty of people that have plenty of shit expunged that, like, they did dumb shit in younger years, and they're no longer that human being. But murder, so why not? murder might be a little bit different of a thing. Maybe, I mean, maybe not expunge it, put like an asterisk next to it. I mean, murder. Put, put, not, a, put a will discuss next to it. Murder is different than invol- involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, or self-defense. Or, you yeah. know, that, okay, I can understand, but straight up shooting your grandma in the, in the head just to f- know what it feels like, that might, should, maybe should, you know, be tattooed on his ass and carry that shit around. I'm but, I mean, yeah, stapled to his forehead. Yes. But, you know, the world we live in. So what do I know though? This one I found interesting. Let me f- hold on, please excuse while I separate my pages. Excuse me while I whip this out. Whip is a strong term with when you're dealing with both of us. It's more of a coax, if you will, like well, a little, like a little, more. throw like a little dental floss lasso on it and yank it out so I can take pee pee. Try not to piss on my balls. So this one I found interesting. His probation psychiatrist's last report read, and I quote, this is all a quote. If I were to see this patient without having any history available or getting any history from him, I would think that we're dealing with a very well-adjusted young man who had initiative, intelligence, and who is free of any psychiatric, psychiatric illnesses. It is my opinion that he has made a very excellent response to the years of treatment and rehabilitation, and I would see no psychiatric reason to consider him to be in any danger to himself or to any members of society. And since it may allow him more freedom as an adult to develop his potential, I would consider it reasonable to have a permanent expunction of his juvenile records. So this guy got his uh, psychiatric degree out of a fucking Happy Meal. Well, it's like we said earlier. Ed Kemper admitted, like, when they realized he was smart and would listen to him and shit because he was a good prisoner or a good whatever you want to call it, ward, I guess, at the time, maybe. But he even admitted that by them allowing him that access and that responsibility, it just basically trained him in how to finesse his way through all that shit. Right. He was smart and learned. Yeah. He observed. But, you know kind of did his how he handled things by what he learned and observed through the process so it's their own fault but i'm just saying this guy was he pretty much hit got everything wrong just saying he 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 didn't like he missed every nail (laughs) right it was like watching the three stooges 
sketch when they're fucking like trying to build a house and they're like oh, that looks pretty good mo and the whole fucking thing just falls out he's like ah oh, you two knuckleheads i'm gonna go home and watch three stooges i haven't watched three stooges in so long actually i saw it, it was on the other day the movie or the show one of the like the five they were like you know they're really the shorts they yeah shorts in the oh show. yeah i used to have fucking cassette tapes of them i yeah. watched them with my dad when i was a kid yeah they were, it was just like a half hour's worth of them put together. But my thing, what pissed me off is like, and a lot of people disagree with me, but I kind of tap out after if it's not Larry Curly and Mo. Oh, when what was when she throwing Shep yeah, and Shep. What was it Curly Joe? Yeah, it, was the other one right. the original? You, you know, you, did you see the movie? I'm sure I have with Will Sasso. No, no, I have not actually. That's actually pretty good. Will Sasso. No. Go figure. Guess who he plays? Uh, Curly. Yeah, he does it quite well. Go figure. Oh, he is actually a very good impressionist. Oh my god, yeah. Do you ever? There's a. I, so I forget. I do impressions of him impre- of his, his impressions all the time. But when he imitated Stone Cold, yeah, it was identical. Yeah, the voice. I mean, didn't quite. Oh my god, well. he's like he's fucking hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. All of, of course, he was about a hundred pounds lighter than he is now. Oh, when he actually impersonated him yeah. on WWE, on yeah, yeah. Jericho brought him up. It was I saw. Well, oh, let me tell you something, you dirty son of a bitch. I was like, damn, that is actually pretty damn good. Now, Stone Cold, what is here to tell you? What that you're no good? What candy ass? What lying some bitch? And come WrestleMania Triple H. I'm losing it. <laughs> Dying slowly. So, after being released, Ed Kemper attended community college while living with his mother in accordance with his parole requirements. And he had hoped to become a police officer. Yeah. Uh, wishful fucking thing. Right. There. Well, he was actually, he, you know why he was rejected? He was too big. It wasn't the fact he killed his fucking grandparents. No. It's because no, he's too big. It. That's how he... That's what led to his nickname of Big Ed, affectionately known as Big Ed. Well, that's just and Bumblebutt, two on the nose. you know. Should have called him Tiny, right? Little What's guy. Up, Slim. <laughs> so he got a job working for the California Division of Highways, which is the Department of Transportation, basically. Okay. And once he saved enough money, he moved out with a friend in Alameda, California. Although, despite this fact. Um, he could not get away from his mom. She would call him all the time and would just randomly visit and pop up and say, Hey, what's up, you fucking piece of shit? No one loves you. I hugged you. You're gay now. Like, all that good stuff that his mom lovingly said to him as a child. So the year that he started working for the highway division, he was actually hit by a car while he was riding his newly bought motorcycle, and subsequently he was paid out $15,000 in a civil suit against the driver, some of which he used to buy his now infamous 1969 Ford Galaxy. And also around that time, while he's driving around, started noticing a lot of young ladies that were hitchhiking and started to keep plastic bags, knives, blankets, and handcuffs in his car. Boy Scout, always prepared. I mean, you know, that's is that not the normal... Uh, the normal flow of things. I would think so. You see Actually, nice, innocent young people hitchhiking, so you start carrying stuff to kill them. Or I would say protect myself. From uh, yeah, self-defense, torture, and killing. That would just be me, though. Yeah. 
You got to teach them a lesson before they they meet God. I'm not a serial killer, though. I guess that we know of. So yeah, over a period, he began picking girls up and driving them where they needed to go without harm, though. So he just had he was a good Samaritan. Well, he he claims to have given rides to around 150 women before feeling urges of a homicidal and sexual nature, which he referred to these urges as his quote little zapples. Excuse me. What's up, Shakespeare? Yeah, little zapples. That's little zapples was his. What's a zapple? Apparently, that's his urge to kill people. At least Dexter had a cool one. The Dark Passenger. What's a fucking little zapple? You know what it should be? What? Here's a fucking chance for some money that somebody's missing out on. I'm gonna have to DM on DM him on fucking Instagram or Twitter. What? Dweezil Zappa Apple Juice Zapple Juice. What, Frank Zappa's son, Dweezil Zappa? I'm more of a, I like the daughter, Moon, personally. He was in the movie uh, Jack Frost. With Michael Keaton? Yeah. Was he really? He was part of the band, or he was either part of the band, or he was, I think he was part of the band, or like a fucking agent or something. Okay, we've hit rock bottom if we're talking about Jack Frost on this podcast. Such a, hey, that had some, it had a, at least one heartfelt moment in it. It was still a bad Who's movie. Who was it? Kelly Preston wasn't the best. I don't fucking know. I haven't seen that shit since I was a kid. Not worth watching again as an adult. Faux show. So, May 7th, 1972, Ed Kemper was driving in Berkeley and picked up two 18-year-old girls hitchhiking from Fresno State University, Marianne Pesci or Pesky, and Anita Mary Luchessa. Asked Kemper if he would take them to Stanford University. The trio drove for an over an hour before Kemper reached a secluded wooded area near Alameda where he handcuffed Pesci, Pesky, Pesca, whatever, sorry, don't mean to disrespect the dead, and locked Lucessa in the trunk. He stabbed and strangled Pesca, Pesca, you know what, I don't even know why, we're just going to go with Mary. He stabbed and strangled Mary, that's fucking much better to death and would eventually kill Luchessa the same way. After he was arrested later, Kemper admitted to police that while he was handcuffing Mary, uh, the back of his hand actually brushed against her breast. And he said, he said, whoops, I'm sorry for some, he said, this is a quote, whoops, I'm sorry or something like that because he felt embarrassed by this. As we all do, but we all do it on purpose. Yeah, but when you're, fucking murdering somebody i don't think that brushing the their breast with the back of your hand is a big deal well he was he was polite he could separate you know arguably you know accidental breast touching from murder you know he felt bad about one didn't feel bad about the other but i mean that kind of goes out the window eventually with all of this so and let's stick around. Let's find out why. So he then put both girls' bodies in the trunk of his car and went back to his apartment. But on the way to his apartment, he was stopped by a police officer for having a broken taillight, but the officer didn't find the bodies in the trunk. Obviously, I doubt he's going to ask to pop the trunk if it's just a... Unless it's a really cool cop that's like, I'll pop that thing open, bud. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a loose war. I thought I heard, I did listen to one podcast about this. I think he even offered, you want to check the trunk? He did. I mean. He I, was a cocky son of a bitch throughout all this. Balls the size of fucking church bells. Yeah, he was a cocky fuck. So where was I? 
I was right there. Now, when Ed arrived home, his roommate wasn't home, which allowed him to take the bodies into the apartment, where he took photos and had sexual intercourse with the naked corpses prior to dismembering them. After dismembering the bodies, he put the body parts into plastic bags, later dropping them near Loma Prieta Mountains. This is where all serial killers lose me. Why take them home? It's like I said, I think that all just funnels into him being a cocky fuck. No. He, he says he says in later interviews, like, he was kind of deliberately just f- fucking off with some of this stuff just to just because he felt like he could. And he did for a long, well, not, I don't want to say a long time because this, his killing spree, if you want to call it that, did not cover very much time at Nine all. Nine years, 11 years. Not even. Well, if you include his grandparents. Oh, that's right. See, I don't think the grandparents were. Yeah, all the all this that we're talking about and about to talk about happened in a in pretty it was like quick succession. For this, the co-ed part, I think. 64. Not even. This was in the. It's, this, in the, it's in the description. This was seventy-two. Was the first one. And well, maybe uh, then they were counting uh, his grandparents because yeah, his grand. If you had his grandparents, it was like 60, nine years. I, it's 10 in the years description. Years. Some shit in the description. Okay, so before getting rid of Mary and Lucessa's severed heads in a ravine, Kemper engaged in irrumation with both, which is, um, how do I put this lightly? Uh, he mouthfucked the severed heads. Of whom? Of uh, both Mary and Lucessa. I think it'd be a little toothy. I mean, they're dead, so, I mean, there's that. But yeah, he irrumation is the term commonly used for forced oral copulation. Is that alive or dead or both? Uh, I think it's both. Okay. So if you, but so well, yeah, he basically, okay. I have an issue with he that. head fucked. He mouth fucked. Some severed heads. Irrumation is the clinical term for forcing somebody to blow you. Yes. I don't understand this. That is the one thing. I don't condone rape in any way, and I'm not going to do it. But. I, that is one statement there should never be a but behind, sir. But I'm not going to ever force a woman to go down on me. I feel bad in, in Because anyway. it's a thing called teeth, and I ain't working with much anyway. I mean, you are in a very vulnerable position. That's true. But they're dead. Their heads are cut off. Good, so. Well, yes, this is a different story. But I'm saying alive. That's why I asked, is this for alive? Or I believe it counts for both. both. I'm just saying, who? what man in the right mind would force a woman to suck his dick? I mean, clearly it happens. It's got a fucking term. They're stupid. You're asking for but I, well, I, well, that being said, I believe that irrumation also includes, like, voluntary, but, like, oh, yeah. Meh. I'm just you saying, know. that's one thing you cannot do because they yeah. have all the power. Anyway. Now, women don't have the bite force of an alligator, but fuck enough to... Oh, plenty. plenty through that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no. easily. So... Continue. Mary's skull was found in August of that year, but none of the other remains of her or Lucessa were found despite an extensive search of the surrounding area. Sad. So, less than six months later... On the evening of September 14th, 1972, Kemper picked up a 15-year-old dance student named Aiko Ku. Uh, 
who was hitchhiking to dance class after missing her bus. He drove Aiko to a remote area and pulled a gun on her. Was she a Swedish exchange student? Uh, no, she was my cousin. <laughs> so no, he, she wasn't. He got a, that's, that's an Asian joke. <laughs> I'm not stoned. My eyes are just tiny. Leave your glasses. Throw them all in. I don't give a fuck. Throw in all the racist Japanese jokes. Yes, I use I dental later. floss as blindfold. Don't worry, I will later. Yes, I'm good at ping pong. Isn't that Korean? The Koreans good at ping pong? I mean, it's Asian. You have to be good at everything you do. Well, that's just or else your parents cultural thing. You. Yeah, it really is. Maybe uh, American. Oh, my my Japanese fan. If I went to Japan and was like, oh yeah, and they were like, tell me about the, your life. And I told them my whole life story. They'd be like, you're a fucking piece of shit. You are not a family. You are a disgrace to this family. We disown you forever. Maybe. May you never walk in the graces of the God. Maybe American parents should be set a little bit higher standards for their own children. I do think that there's a massive influx of parents trying to be their kids' friends a little bit too much. Oh, I concur. But... That's, that's a that's a, that's a Wednesday topic. <laughs> it's a topic for another day. Yeah. So again, he finds a nice remote area, pulls a gun on this fifteen year old girl who was just trying to get to dance class. Oh, this is this funny. I know about this. Go ahead, continue. Um, Tell the story. This is hilarious. Got out of the car to walk around to the passenger side door, but accidentally locked himself out of the car. Did do you know the other kicker? What? Locked himself out of the car while the gun was still in, in the, the car. car. So she had the keys. He was outside and the gun. She had the gun, the keys, and he was locked out of the car. Yes. But somehow he worked his way back. He convinced her to let him back in the car, even though the gun was still in there. All right. Again. She's got what she deserved. I, I disagree. <laughs> that was a fucking joke. Um. So after she let Ed Kemper back into the car, he choked her unconscious, raped her, and then killed her. Now, that is an interesting conversation because obviously sitting here thinking about it, we're like, okay, so you're going to, you're, you're abducting me and you locked yourself out of your car with the gun in here with me and the keys. So I wouldn't even have to try, I wouldn't even have to like go into the self-defense murder charge. I could just leave. And what are you going to do? You're going to charge me with... With auto, yeah, with carjacking, but and then that's the thing is like, one, there is always the potential that if she would have taken off with the car, she may have run into that problem. If they couldn't find any hardcore evidence to suggest otherwise, he could potentially get away with saying that she stole his car. He was she was a hitchhiker trying to go somewhere, and he got out to take a piss, and she stole the car. And then that's throw on top. Point, actually, that's a good point. But and throw on top of the fact that it's a fifteen-year-old girl Who was in an unimaginably stressful right. and scary situation that none of us will can and hopefully will ever have to deal with. Like the so it's hard. Yeah, like I said, in my mind, I'd be like, "Fuck you, bitch! I got the gun and the car. Eat my dick. I'm gone." Everybody. But in that situation, you never know. Nobody true. Well, most people don't know. And I hope. What I hope do anybody who doesn't flight. know never has to know. There's a reason. There's a flight or fight situation. You know. Well, and then there's also side of you. There's there's fight, flight, and then there are those people that like you just shut down. 
So, I mean, I, and I'd I imagine would, all of us get to that point if, if we're put in the right situation. But in all seriousness, seriousness, this girl was scared to death. Mm-hmm. She's 15, 15 years old. Probably never driven a car before in her life. Right. She was stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now, granted, you know, we can sit here and say, Monday morning quarterback say, bitch, just start the car and go. Well, and we're talking about somebody who was known for being very intelligent right. and being able to... Um, I don't know how to say it. Almost scan and digest somebody's behavior and and mood and shit like that, and adjust what he does accordingly yeah. to get the outcome that he wants. Right. So, yeah, like I said, obviously you think fuck that we're gone, but. Uh, Especially when, like you said, fifteen year old girl. Like, I, I can't. I can't. No, yeah, you can't fault her. Like, obviously, there's no. Well, there's no fault to be thrown in this situation. Period. No right. matter what would have happened. I mean, you can't but, fault her for not making the smart decision. Yes, because she was scared out of her mind. Yeah, and because, like I said, yeah. for all we know, if we're in that situation, we're two grown ass men. For all we know, like if you put us in that particular situation, we could. I mean, either one of us could be like, uh, fuck, um, uh. You promise you're not going to hurt me. But, you know. But, you know, Lindsay in the, makes a good point to a certain extent, I think. Yes, we, at that, especially at that, that time, kids were drilled to respect your elders. Yeah. Even elder strangers, essentially. Mm-hmm. You were always respectful to not so well, much I mean, anymore, like, even, but, when I, even when I was a kid, like, my, like my friends, if my friend's mom would have, like, smacked me upside the head because I was being a little shithead, it would not have been a problem. Did I miss now had he he was just off the beaten path, right? She really was she she wasn't completely aware she was about uh, She was not they were not where where she, they were supposed to be but, headed. Now he left the gun in the car, but did she, he didn't like pull a gun on her yet, had she had he? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh he had already pulled the gun yeah. on her. So she knew shit was going He was going around to her door. Is what he was okay. doing. He got out of the car to go to her door. Not that it makes a difference, but because with his MO, I would assume at that at that moment, well, we'll get into what happened after that. But at that moment, I would assume he was planning on, well, let me get this girl out of my car because I'm gonna fucking kill her, and I don't want to do it in my car. That's and plus, the body's going in the trunk. Too hard to get brain matter out of a fucking carpeting of a car. I don't know, man. That's a Ford Ever. Galaxy. That's some bitch Ford bulletproof. Yeah. Pun intended. But my point was, you know, maybe she. I'm was trying to get a picture of the fucking actual car for the. Maybe thumbnail. she wasn't aware of the dire situation. There's plenty, just none with commercial rights. So. Mary, maybe she give me just, a break. Maybe she just. I, I was just trying to play devil's advocate. Maybe she wasn't completely aware of the situation. Oh no, yeah, no, the, the gun had been pulled at this okay, point. Okay, so so either way, well, it makes it more fathomable that this little girl, this fifteen-year-old girl, is absolutely fucking terrified. Yeah, she's in shock at this. point. Rightfully so. So what didn't take a man with a so yeah no I, I, I will IQ. hear none of anybody judging this girl for not shooting him or taking off with the car. She's a fifteen year old girl in right. the most high in a situation that is so scary and high stress that like we can't even sit here and try to act like we can fathom what was going through her head. And nobody knows how they were reacting to to a stressful that type of stressful situation until it happens to you. That's what I'm saying. Like the closest I get to that is like having to take a shit halfway to my house. I mean, and most people and I'm talk, like, oh, fuck, I got to go over two train tracks before I get there. Like, most people talk a really big fucking game. Until you're in it. And when you're in it, it's a different fucking ball game. Yeah. You know, so. 
What? Nobody knows how they're going to react to when the shit hits the fan until the shit hits the fucking fan. Damn, we're firing through this quicker enough. Or Amanda Heard shit's in your bed. So, Johnny Depp, the son, he, he did not fight or flight. He just said, yeah. huh. So again, he somehow talked his way back into the car and subsequently choked her unconscious, raped her, and murdered her. So he put her body in, in the that trunk. order? That's yes, a, from what I understand. Because well, that's against his MO, though. Choke, rape, See, murder? That, Generally, it's choke, murder, rape. Is that, does it have a different term if it's postmortem? Yeah, it's, it's in the description, it's like too. desecration of a, of a uh, corpse no, or something like that? It's in the description. Hold on. Uh, what is it? We've already been here. It's not necrophilia. here. Emotion. Oh, the, yeah, the charge it, is considered right. necrophilia? Yeah. yeah. Sad. Hey, don't forget, like the fucking video, people. Like the video, you comment, subscribe. Share to your friends, preferably not this. the ones that are skittish around stuff like this, because this one's a little rough. It's it's a little so rough. So he, as usual, he puts her body in the trunk, went to a nearby bar to have a few drinks before returning to his apartment. He had to take the edge Which off. I do believe was a cop bar. That, that was his hangout. Balls. That was his hangout. That's right. Balls the size of church. Bar. Yeah, they were. he was buddy-buddy with the local cops. I mean, if he wasn't murdering anybody, I'd say, Damn. I like your style. You just don't give a shit. But he was just right. If he was just like fucking doing graffiti or like shit in an old lady's planner or like or a drug dealer or something. I'm not saying drug dealers. All right. Say he was a weed. Oh, dealer. like Walter White. Right. I was hanging out with the uh, Hank, the DEA agent. Well, that was his brother. Well, different fucking thing, but smart though. Yes. So <laughs> after getting a couple, uh, I'm going to say this the way they said it on Cheaters one time that I just absolutely loved. He stopped at a local watering hole to retrieve some libations. Yes, they actually said that on an episode of Cheaters. I was like 16. Cracking the fuck up. I was probably stoned as shit. I hate Cheaters. I hate that show. Why that guy didn't get his ass kicked more often than he did? Well, he did end up getting stabbed. <laughs> right, but still. <laughs> but that's Shocker. also, I, like, I can't believe that that's actually real. Because from what I understand, no, it's not. people say it's real. But I'm like, there's no way it's real, because that happened on a fucking boat. You don't hide a camera crew, a host, and some pissed off chick that's getting fucking cheated on, there's, on a boat. It wasn't a yacht either. It was just like a fucking fishing boat. There's nothing real reality in, or there's nothing real in reality television. They need to take a fucking page out of Steve Wilkos' book. You want real Steve, Steve, reality Steve. fucking television? You want real reality television? Reality? Reality. I can't speak. Fuck it. I don't care. Watch Bigfoot shows. No. Watch this show. This is more unscripted. Than As I'm stuff. reading off of a sheet of paper. <laughs> and it's still more unscripted than those fucking shows. Oh, for sure. Okay. So, anyway. Anyway. Uh, well, thank you, Pinky. We do what we can. Apologies for my appearance. I yeah, for the shitty live stream. Well, as, yeah, Fucking the live internet. stream's a little iffy this week. The internet's been up and down. So tune in Wednesday or next Sunday. It'll be better, I promise. But and anybody that's noticing my hair is just absolutely disheveled. It's because if you tune in frequently, I am in the middle of just a clusterfuck of employment and work a lot. And I came straight here from work. For like the fourth time in a row. I came straight here from your work. Yeah, but you were drinking beer, fuckface. I was not, to say 
put it highly. But I thought I got to go get my ass kicked. Oh, that shit was funny. <laughs> no, that guy's cool. <laughs> I mean, because you walked up behind me. I said, what's up, bitch? And that motherfucker looked at me, and he was not a small motherfucker. No, nah, he's a cool guy. I was like, oh, no, not talking to you, buddy. I was talking to this ugly fucker behind me. Yeah, not nah, you. He's, he's the guy that drives But up. he kind of gave me that look like, bitch, what did you just fucking say to me? No, nah, he's, he's actually pretty, like, he's... He's, he's like he looks like he'd fuck somebody up. But oh, he's, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. He's a guy that drives that big ass white Dodge. Yeah, he owns an excavating and grading company. Let's just say if he was gonna whoop my ass, I'd be like, oh, this is gonna fucking hurt. Shit, he's got he's got a I don't know if it's his wife or what, but he's got a chick that comes up there that would probably whoop most of the dudes' ass. And like, not saying that she's like a big burly brawny looking chick. She just. Like, she pulls up also in a fucking, like, four-door, eight-foot bed diesel with a fuel tank in the back, fucking shit-kicker boots on, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, brother. Yeah, I thought, daddy was about ready to get beat like a bitch. Nah, he's actually a pretty cool guy. She so, watched me backtrack like a motherfucker, though. Yeah, no, I've, he's, he's, he's pretty quiet, for real. Yeah, he, the only thing he said to me the whole time was, there's this seat taken. I said, no, take it. Yeah. Like he's, All he's, you, buddy. He's just one of those guys. And you nice walk guy. up and get me in trouble. I didn't do shit. So, um, again, got some drinks, went back to his apartment. Um, he actually later confessed that after he left the bar, he opened the trunk and, it quote, admired his catch like a fisherman. She was this big. <laughs> She was only 15, but she... That Asian joke, I'm sorry. She was about 180 pounder. No, she wasn't. Well, no, 15 year old. She was about 115 pounder. A 15-year-old Asian girl? She's lucky to be 100. Maybe she was a fucking gymnast. Still, but lucky to be 100. Thick thighs. Yeah, but they're four foot two. That's racist. <laughs> gymnast? I'm part Asian, and I am a solid six feet tall, sir. Gymnast? Have you ever seen a tall gymnast, period? No. Uh, the chick in that one movie. I can't remember the name of it. Bring it on. The one that's married to uh, Gretzky. Is she? I don't know. She played that like punk rock girl. The blonde? No. Oh, I'm thinking. Of the, there's the one that. There's a blonde. Gretzky's wife did one of those gymnast type music movies with. Uh, what's his name from? Flying Eagles. What was that one? With. Ah. Uh, if it came out in the '80s, I probably didn't see it. I'm not a fan of the '80s in general. Oh, shitty, shitty! The movie. music was all right. The movies no were eh. The music sucked. Top Gun Two's coming. I actually, I'm, I want to see. I'll that. go see it because I want to see how they fucking handle Val Kilmer. Uh, yeah. Pinky knows. Yeah, she was a she was a dancer. Maybe Pinky should run this fucking. Watch, if there's gonna be new fucking evidence that comes out. They'll be like, no, she was fucking six foot eight. She was just Yao Ming fucking about, size, about two sixty. She barely fit in the fucking gremlin or the galaxy. She was the bottom of the pyramid. All right, continue. So after returning to his apartment, he had sexual intercourse with the corpse. Shocker. Then dismembered and disposed of her remains in a similar manner to the previous victim. Previous victims. Um, and side note on that that I find very sad is her mother called the cops to report her daughter missing and put up flyers, a shitload of flyers apparently. And uh like to no avail. She got no responses about any of it, which I find uh very disheartening. Not that it's abnormal. I mean look at fucking Amanda Berry. Yeah. Yeah, David, we're looking in I've looked into Streamlabs when this happened last time. But this shit worked itself out, and now it's doing it again. So 
I actually even think it's loaded up and no, it's on the other computer. I think we just need to do some work with the PC. I think it, I, I think, think it probably needs I think some it's updates. My internet. I think it's my internet. Oh, it might be. Well, I mean, like, if I'm moving in here, we can upgrade that. Because I'm thinking. <gasps> we can get that gigabyte up and down. Oh, that shit's fast. Well, because like I said, my fucking internet on my phone, mm-hmm. when I'm hooked into the Wi-Fi, it's been kind of weird lately. I'm just going to. Like I said, I just thought it was my phone because my phone's damn near full on fucking memory already. Oh, shit, mine's just Of course, it's, I'm due for I'm Well, due I was thinking me. about doing that if I, when I move in anyway. Just go buy, spend some decent money on a new router. Because then we don't have to worry about that, period. Because there'll be more internet usage, period. On the <sighs> Wi-Fi, so you don't have to worry, worry about we'll, bad signal anywhere. We'll figure that out. Anyway. Boop, 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 boop. So the following year on January 7th, and mind you, when I say following year, we're not jumping ahead that far. We're talking September to January. So January 7th, 1973, after moving back in with his mother, Kemper was driving around the Cabrillo College campus when he picked up 18-year-old Cynthia Ann Shaw. He took her to a wooded area where he shot her in the head, shot her, sorry, and killed her with a 22 caliber pistol. All normal operating shit, modus operandi, whatever the fuck legal bullshit you want to put on it. It's fucked up, boy. Let me tell you, down there in the hollers of West Virginia, we ain't got no fancy book learnings. We ain't got no fucking Latino words. We know it, it's fucked up shit. Like that fucking, the TikTok sound and all that shit. He said, on this week's episode of That's Fucked Up. That's fucked up. Excuse me if I'm fucking up TikTok references and shit. I am in my 30s. I don't watch it that Like You watch fucking TikTok. I love TikTok, damn it. I found some pretty good ones I got to show you, though. See, all, they just got to be really fucked up. Or just so goddamn stupid that they make me chuckle. One of them had better half. Like, almost dropped her phone. Like... Like, you know, like real laugh when somebody really laughs. I was like, babe, we've been together for like eight months. And I don't even know if I've seen you laugh quite like that up until this point. Well, the first time she saw your penis. She cried. Had a disappointment. (laughs) Moving on. So, uh, drove her to a wooded area, shot her and killed her with a twenty-two caliber pistol, placed her body in the trunk as usual. And uh, drove to his mother's house, which, again, he's living with his mom again at this time. At his mom's house, he kept her body in the bedroom, in his bedroom closet, until the next day. And then when his mom left for work, he had sexual intercourse with the dead body, removed the bullet from the corpse before dismembering, decapitating her in his mother's bathtub. He, uh, he, he Heisenberged her. Damn. Uh, Hopefully he got the right type of plastic. But we hope. We would hope. Jesse, I told you. Oh, excuse me. Uh, feel free to pontificate for a moment while I take a drink. Um, I can't use those big words, so I don't have no idea what you're fucking talking about. I'm, I'm a liar. I stole it from Necronomapod. I'm a, I'm a moron. They said pontificate, and then like I realized what it meant, and I was like, that's such a good word. It is a good word, actually. I'm very fitting for this. For me wasting time. The fuck are you doing? I'm fucking off. I'm trying. No, I'm just. I'm, oh, you're refreshing. Your I'm stream. refreshing my stream because yeah, I was like I ten. Do it every once in a while. I was like ten minutes behind. Oh, oh, you can you can skip ahead. I know, but I just wanted to. Uh, I like to do it because it updates the likes, and I'm a like whore, as we all know. Well, you're a whore. Period. Oh god damn it! Monkey bomb. 
like the video. Um, damn, we got twelve likes. We love it. We love you guys. Twelve fucking likes. Yeah, already. that's more. That's more. We have more likes on this video than human beings like me. That is true, but that's a different story. Yes. But that's more people than watching. People are, how can you like it more, right? than, like it more than twice? Like they're just jumping in, like, there you go. There's some and fucking like, pity. Here's a pity like. Thank you. Fucking douchebags. Hey, I will take a pity like. I will take a pity fuck. Yeah. So Kemper kept Cindy's severed head for a few days. During this time, he regularly regularly engaged in more irrumation with it. Sweet. He mouth fucking it. it. 20 minutes ago, that's forcible oral. Mouth fucking. Live or dead. Just true romantic activities. In the eyes of God. You know, speaking of that. Go on. You got me. You got you, you fucking hooked me there. Who is the first person to actually... We need to give this man a medal. To talk a woman in the caveman days into sucking his dick. Can you imagine how bad it smelled? Everybody says that about Necronomapod. I've never listened to the last podcast on the left, so I don't know. I've never seen it either. Or listen to it either. But think about that. Who is the, the caveman? Shout out sit- Necronomapod. <clears throat> Hit us up. The caveman just sitting there by the fire in the cave, hence the name caveman, saying, honey, you know what? Well, thank you, Pinky. Thank you, Pinky. I- We're also on, stick around. We'll give. We'll throw up the links for all of our socials um, and stuff I like that. I think it would be a good idea if you just come over here and suck on this. You put Krug Wee Wee in your mouth. I mean, he had to be... See, that's what I'm saying, like, especially when you consider, like, like, there wasn't, like, fucking popsicles and shit back then. So, like, literally, you're just using your mouth to, like, eat stuff and communicate and, like, fashion tools or something like that. So, it's, like, what the fuck part of that made made you, made that that Neanderthal or Cro-Magnon man or wherever this fucking started? Maybe Homo sapien. But, like, what part of you was, like, Watched you watch your fucking your woman property as they saw them back then, you know the old whack them on the head and drag them back to your okay, cave Fred. technique. Fucking, what made you look at them and be like, "She chew food good." <laughs> Me put penis in chew food hole. But I'm all serious aside, how did that come? I'd love to be go if I had a time machine. I wouldn't go back to meet Jesus. Hey, this is another day. I would go back to say, I'd hit the old DeLorean flux capacitor to go back to the first blowjob. Five, I'm sorry, 20 minutes before that. Just because I don't want to hear I'm the good. conversation. How did he get that? I mean, let's be that? realistic. I would imagine it was, it was, it might have been rather uh, rapey, for being real. The, the word we're talking about. Yeah, Krug irrimated fucking. Sounds like I don't know. Irrimated. Sounds like something you do to your yard. I was gonna say, yeah, it does, doesn't it? It sounds like like, hey, you want to you want to grab some beers and shoot some darts this weekend? No, I gotta irrimate my backyard, and I got I got a patch of crabgrass got to take care of. <laughs> All right, continue. The fuck? I'm sorry about I don't I don't. But don't no, if you think go- about it, I'm thinking just from a sensory standpoint. I do not ever want to be around for any sexual activity before like 19 at least the 1940s think about it you're saying they weren't freaks back in the no i'm saying i don't want to be around because it would probably look and smell like a fucking natural disaster it would like if you turned if you turned fukushima 
both nuclear bombs, Hiroshima, wait, Hiroshima, fucking uh, Chernobyl, the earthquake in Haiti, all the tsunamis, and, like, the Chicago fire, rolled them all up and turned them into a smell. That's probably what sexual activity before 1942 was like. But if everybody smelled like that, it didn't matter. Like, I feel like it would smell like, like if you just barely cracked open a can of canned salmon and then left it out in like the middle of a highway in Phoenix, Arizona in the middle of August. And then at the same time, a couple, like a thousand miles away in like the Sonora desert, you just took like a five gallon tub of Vienna sausages with the juice included and then threw in like a dead vulture and let that just kind of stew for a little while. Right. And then you mixed them together and then also took a shit on it. I feel like that's what a caveman's dick smelled like. I'm not going to argue the point. You're, you're probably right. Throw in some dirt. But if that's all you know, that's all you know, then I, you don't think it's that bad. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, I'm not trying to hate on just men. Like, let's be, we're equal opportunity here. I would imagine that female cave, cave woman genitalia probably was not the most healthy and enjoyable experience either. Probably a little ripe. Like, it was probably like, like, I don't even know. Like, it was probably like they take off that loincloth and then it's like when you're at the bar and they, they're like, they fucking, the keg blows from the tap and it just foam. But I'm gonna just to play devil's advocate here. They didn't Please wear do. they didn't wear clothes back then, so there's always ventilation. So maybe, ventilation or spreading. Things were aired out properly. That's where COVID came from. Caveman yep. cave woman's vaginas? And caveman dicks. You put them together, you get fucking COVID. I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask Fauci about this. Just saying. Oh, because you're gonna get a good answer out of that fuck stick. <laughs> Fuck Fauci. I don't. I stay out of the I, politics and on most things, but fuck that dude. That guy's a goddamn idiot. He looks like he should be working at a bank in fucking Harry Potter. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that might be fake news. Mm. But more likely, more likely than a bat. But I really speaking of fake news, I really wish. And anybody that's new here, we're not much to uh, moon unit. You're late to the. You're gonna have to rewatch it. Well, caveman booty. I mean, ass, butthole, vagina, dick. I think it all was probably pretty bad. We are the only Imagine two. what our belly button smelled like. Because let's be real. Don't act like you've never scratched your belly button and then gotten that weird whiff. We've all done it. I plead the fifth. Because you've done it. We are the only two dumb motherfuckers that could go from Ed Kemper to the cleanliness. We went from the men in black to the Reese's versus Oreos for 15 well, minutes was, last uh, week. That was, we had help with that one. We got sidetracked. Fucking Chilean guy. <laughs> but just off the blue, we are the only two dumb fucks that could fucking go from Ed Kemper to Caveman Genitalia. But I was, doubt that. I have some, I, I have a couple friends that I guarantee would be right there on track with us on this one. I just think it's a great question. I just want to know who, I'm not even saying it was a caveman. They're probably too stupid to do that. Who, where the first? Who did the first blowjob? Where's that Wikipedia page? I mean, it's it's documented on all kinds of in all kinds of ways, and like uh, 
paintings and uh it really is like paintings fucking pottery but you know i mean at the same time there's they found fucking people like remains of people buried in the ashes of pompeii that were jacking off and having sex look that up that's true shall we get back to the actual subject of this episode yeah i only got three three more pages not even we're doing pretty well eat a dick you fucking stupid goddamn fucking shitty cock face internet connection hey we're green Oh, you talked bad about it and it went to... I love you, computer. You're so nice. Ooh, rub on it a little bit. I'm going to finger your HDMI. All right, continue with that, Kimber. Yeah. Where are we at now? Where are we at? We don't even know where we're at now. Uh, We were talking about uh, him irrimating Cindy's head, severed head for a couple days. So after he had a couple days of enjoyment out of his... uh, Fleshlight, Human if flashlight. you will. His noggin fleshlight. New from fleshlight. It's a head. Uh, he buried it in his mother's garden facing upward toward her bedroom. Now, I have some side notes for this. After he was arrested, he stated that he did that because his mother always wanted people to look up to her. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm going to hell. He's got a sense of humor. I will give him that. Uh, and... He got rid of the rest of her remains by throwing them off a cliff and all of her remains, but her head and her hand, her right hand specifically were discovered over the course of the next few weeks. So he wasn't even like, he he didn't even do a good job of attempting to hide this shit, but he kept getting away with it somehow. It's shocking. Like the, the level of depravity mixed with his capability of getting away with that shit is just absolutely mind blowing to me, but you know that's a conversation for a different day. But not really because we're having it right fucking now. So the following month, actually February fifth, nineteen seventy three, Kemper left home in search of possible victims after a heated argument with his mother. So by this time, students in the Santa Cruz area were on high alert after suspicions of a serial killer preying on hitchhikers in the area began to arise, and they had been advised by faculty and administration to only accept rides from cars with university stickers, which Ed Kemper had because his mother was a bookkeeper or secretary she was a pencil pusher at USCS, the university, the university of California, Santa Cruz. So his mom worked there. Therefore he had one of the faculty stickers on his car that they were advising kids to trust more. He was smart and, and lucky. He, he, he picked a good time to do this shit because if this shit would have happened, if this happened now, if this was occurring on a college campus right now, they'd shut the fucking place down rightfully. So they'd be like, either go home or don't leave your dorm unless you absolutely have to during the sunlight, during sunlight hours, daylight hours. And don't talk to nobody. Speaking of, did you hear that shit that happened? Uh, around somewhere. I forget. I think it's, I forget which County it is. I think it's Butler County. Mm-hmm. Somebody walked into the, uh, Oh, the FOP, FOP and, and shot three other, people. Yeah. The fuck? I heard about while well, I was sitting at the bar. Yeah. Any news I've on that? I've been in there. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not far from here. 
dollars. Yeah, it's just fucking right down the street. Oh, well. for anybody that's wondering, somebody walked into the local fraternity of fraternal order of police and shot three people. But it's, it's like a reception center. I mean, still, yeah. I just I have yet to hear any further details on that. More coming on Wednesday, maybe, probably not, because that's a little heavy for a Wednesday episode. Again, anybody that's new into the chat or into the live stream, Wednesday episodes are just kind of a fuck off session where we enter more so than this. Where we well, Even I, I like the Wednesdays this. though because we it's almost specifically for Fucking we get off. the fuck off and we get to engage with the chat a little more because as we said the first time we did it, like we do try to limit our interaction with the chat on Sundays. Yes, yes, because it's just confusing on the on the on Spotify or whatever you listen to. The the podcast feed, yes. Now, if you are new before the show and after the show, we do usually cut it up with people a little bit and blah, blah, blah. Get here early. Yes. So. Where are we at? We're on to the next one. Uh, we were just talking about how he had the faculty sticker that they yes. advised kids to trust because, you know, that fucking matters. So Kemper came across 23-year-old Rosalind Heather Thorpe and 20-year-old Alice Helen Liu on the UCSC campus. Thorpe got into the car first and reassured Liu that everything would be okay, which we all know where this is headed. I bet you in her last moments, that girl felt, and I'm not even making a joke out of this, must have felt as terrible as a human being could feel. Being like, oh, just get in the car. It's going to be fine. And then right before this, what we all know is going to happen, inevitably ended up happening. You're like, fuck, it could have just been me. Because I don't care what anybody says. Like, unless you're a sociopath, most people in putting that situation, I would definitely be like, shit, I could have saved him. It's always someone's got to live. Ideally, tell my tale. Go forth and tell people of my small penis and large ego for no reason. Tell them that I shat rainbow sherbet and leave it at that, I guess. Yeah, that's right, motherfuckers. I said sherbet because it's not sherbet. That's not a word. What, sherbet? It's sherbet. Sherbet? It's S-H-E-R-B-E-T. I would imagine it's probably sherbet. I would imagine. Like a sorbet. I'd go more sherbet. Or sherbet. And your host, Alex Sherbet. <laughs> oh, all RIP, right. one of the greatest mustaches in all of TV history. So uh, Next to Magnum P.I. Oh, that thing, had, that thing looked like it was just going to fly off his face one day like a majestic fucking eagle. <laughs> Oh God, we are so, we are yeah. so fucked up. So obviously, as is tradition, Ed Kemper shot and killed Thorpe and then Lou, which at least it, it went in that order for Thorpe. <laughs> could you imagine if, like, because at least then if you're gonna die, you could be like, well, maybe she gets out of it, and then you're dead. Look Whereas you. if he would have shot the other one, then you're like, then you're really like. God damn. Look at you trying to find a bright side and everything. That's me. I miss the bright side. Shout out to the killers. Also hit us up. Let us use your music. I never did. I'm sorry. Not a big killer. They got two that I actually know. 
they have a couple other ones that I've heard, but so anyway, back to stuff that actually fucking matters. Excuse me, my eyeball itches. It's a national emergency. Where were we? Okay, so Kemper shot and killed Thorpe and then Lou with his pistol and wrapped the bodies in blankets. Normal shit for him. Again, he brought the bodies back to his mother's house, beheaded the bodies in the car in front of the house, because he talked about this. I saw him speak on this in an interview, talking about how he just progressively got a little more ballsy and was almost asking to get caught. He said it himself, and he like, did you ever have you watched any of his interviews? No, he speaks so well. It's it? literally like his. I, I I'm convinced that in his interviews that you can see on YouTube and shit that they were like he knew what he was gonna say and how he was gonna say it and phrase it before he walked into those fucking interviews with those microphones and those cameras. A hundred percent. They're actually like they're very as morbid as it might be to some people, quite interesting. But like, he was talking about how like, he, like that situation, he was like, all it would have taken was his, at any, at, at any of these occasions was his roommate coming home, his roommate waking up, his mom waking up the neighbors. Because he said like, this was not like the middle of the night. A lot of times. Right. So like all it would have taken was somebody to take the trash out or look out their window. And he's fucking cooked. He was a lucky motherfucker. It's another one of those ones that, um, like, at what point do we just call call it like we see it and say that some of these people, like, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing was fucked up. Like, at this point, was he not, was his urge to do what he was doing not satiated yet, but he knew how fucked up it was and he was doing everything within his power to push the boundary of getting caught to maybe put an end to it without actually doing it because he didn't want to stop Um, or he couldn't bring himself to actually stop. Well, most experts will say these people do want to be caught. Yeah. And that is one of the reasons why they, it's not that they, well, we look at the Zodiac. He had the best ride of them all. Yeah. Still going. I thought they said, no, they caught him. He's been dead. He's dead. Well, yeah, but. Well, they think they. It's like. like Jack I mean, Ray. if the guy's dead, you might as well chalk it up. You don't know for sure. 100%. Oh, you know. Well. But. Where was I going with this? Um, fuck, I don't know. Fuck, continue. Good talk. Let I'm me. just here. I'm the looks here. I'm just here to sit here and look pretty. I guess. We can go with that. So. Uh, <laughs> so, again, dismember the, the bodies. Uh. Fuck me. Not now after that after that comment. How did I lose my spot so hard? So he, okay, he brought his mo- bodies back to his mom's house, beheaded the bodies in the car, and carried the corpses into the house to have sexual intercourse with them. Again, a lot of par work. for the course. A lot of work. Well, not when you're six nine, two sixty. That's like carrying in the groceries. Uh, it's called dead weight. He probably just, like, I would imagine he just dragged him. Or, like, maybe he was just super strong. Like, fucking, have you ever seen Jason X? No. I'm... The Jason movie where they're in space? Oh, no, I quit watching after what? Oh, my God, no, you have to watch it. It's amazing. It's not, like, a scary horror movie, but it is so ridiculous and funny. Like, the first kill, well, not the first. Yeah, well, the first, like, actual kill I think you see is, like, 
him coming to life after they find him like 2,000 years in the future. Wait, is like, that the one with uh, one of the... Uh, if you're going to name an actor, I don't know. Uh, she was... I know uh, the... Uh, oh, fuck. From Beyonce. What's Destiny's Child. Kelly Rowland? Yeah. Was she in that one? I know she was in one of them. No, that was Freddie versus Jason. Oh, okay. Was that it? I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, no, I think the first kill on Jason X is like you see somebody get... Like he dunks some... this doctor's face and liquid nitrogen and then smashes it to pieces on the table i was like yeah i was young i was like maybe high school i don't even think in high school and i was like all right you got me i will continue to watch that fucking movie but there's also the best scene in any slasher flick ever is in that movie so they're running from him obviously and they get into this simulator that they use for training and shit Mm -hmm. that like actually puts you in a simulation and, like, they simulate Camp Crystal Lake, and he's walking around. And, like, as he's walking into the cabin that they're hiding in, or maybe they're behind a tree. I don't know. That doesn't fucking matter. But these, there's a fucking, out of nowhere, there's a fucking uh, sleeping bag on the ground, and these two naked hot girls come out of it. There might have been three, but I'm pretty, there's definitely two. And they're like, hey, Jason. And he, like, looks at him and does the Jason face. And then, like, I think he drops his machete, which you're like, oh, shit, Jason's about to get that (laughs) stanky fucking waterlogged dick wet. And he zips the fucking thing up and grabs it by the end and just starts swinging it up against a tree and the cabin and just, like, (laughs) and just fucking pinyatting these fucking hot girls to death inside of this sleeping bag. And I was like, one. It's a waste of a hot chair. It was a hell of a simulation. Two. Who the fuck made that sleeping bag? Because I don't think I've ever experienced one where if you moved in the wrong direction, it didn't go in one part and you had to go fuck and have to zip it all the way open again and then hope that the zipper catches. And this motherfucker's beating human bodies against wooden objects with one. Coleman done stepped their game up for Jason X. Well done. I doubt it had a very good temperature rating, but well done. Uh... Yes, that is a thing. It's okay. He just wanted his machete back. <laughs> That's an actual line from the movie. Oh, one night we're going to get stoned and drunk and watch Jason X. Okay. Oh, my battery's going to die. Oh, no. Huh. Ain't that a bitch. So. Anyway. Where were we at? Oh, yeah, so after this, he dismembered the bodies, took the bullets out to discre- decrease possible evidence that could be used to identify him, which, smart. again, he was a smart fuck. Um, and he discarded the bodies in a few locations relatively close to one another. Like, he didn't spread it out too much like you would think you might. Like, drop a head in Massachusetts, a couple fingers in Florida. Well, with gas prices, that's just a waste. This was the 70s. Well, yeah, in the 70s. There was a gas thing in the 70s, wasn't there? The early 70s? Uh, late 70s. I don't know. You were probably still driving a Model T at that time. It so runs. I'm keeping it. I was five and six and seven years old in the late 70s. Thank you. 1970s? I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't throw in some. <laughs> All right. So... When he was asked why he decapitated the bodies, Kemper said, and this is quote, the head trip fantasies were a little bit, were a bit like a trophy. You know, the head is where everything is at. The brain, eyes, mouth, that's the person. 
I remember being told as a kid, you cut off the head and the body dies. The body is nothing after the head is cut off. Well, that's not quite true. There's a lot left of the girls in the girl's body without the head. Well, that's kind of like saying, I got something better to use your throat for than hurting it or whatever. Depp said. Oh yeah. God. But I mean, that kind of makes sense or I don't want to say makes sense, but that kind of sheds a little bit of light on the, the thought process behind the eremation. Because clearly he's putting the physical head on a, on a little bit of a pedestal as far as his trophies, as he already referred to one of the girls as. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, it's like, you know, nobody wants the base of an Oscar. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> the most vital parts of a woman are from the knees up, let's be honest. Get rid of the calves and ankles and feet. You don't need those. Yeah, but then you got a weird situation going on. Well, I'm we're talking about a serial killer that fucked dead mouths, that skull fucked dead people. This is true. You're saying that's fucking weird. He did, in fact, irimate some dead people. I'm going to use that word very often now. Irimate is my new favorite word. Hey, baby, you want to go back to my place do some irimating? I think we should change the name of this podcast. I love, yeah, I love uh, fucking groundskeeping. We're going to change the name of this podcast to the irimentation hour. I might have, to, I, I might find a way to cert, to round that into the cult name. <laughs> Seems like a good idea to me. All right, so. Air poop. Yeah, so shortly after those murders, on April 20th, 1973, Ed's mom, Clarnell, came home from a party and woke him up with her arrival. Not, She didn't specifically go to wake him up. He she just, just awoke. He arose from his slumber. Like the a, tiger from she Aladdin. She was drunk, loud, bouncing into shit. Yeah, he, he, I can't remember his name, but he tigered it from Aladdin. He said, who dares to disturb my slumber? Oh. And he did, he, he did both sides. He did both the, he was both the tiger and Aladdin. He said, who dares to disturb my slumber? And he was also Aladdin on the outside going, that's me. I want to get inside that mouth. What's up? Irimation, the word of the day. Aladdin irimated that sand tiger. He entered his mouth. Well, I guess the sand tiger let him. Poop dick, poop dick, poop cult. All our little turds out there. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so let's get into the side notes of Clarnell arriving from this party. She was sitting in her bed reading when Ed entered her room and he said, and she said to him, and this is a quote, I suppose you're a quote from him. I suppose you're going to want to sit up all night and talk now to which he simply replied. No, good night. So after waiting for her to fall asleep, he snuck into her room and bludgeoned her to death with a claw hammer and then slit her throat with a pen knife, which I'll be honest, I don't know what the fuck a pen knife is. Isn't a pen knife just like a scalpel? I have no idea. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know. I will Google. This is a clean cut. I will Google it. Like an exacto? You keep talking. I will, oh, right. I will Google You got it. So... Once he knew his mother was dead, he decapitated her body and decided, well, I might as well do some irimating with old mommy dearest's fucking severed head. And he fucking, he, he head fucked his mom. 
and so not only did he kill his mom in a in an exceptionally I mean every a murder is brutal no matter what but when you physically beat somebody to death in the head with a claw hammer that's a whole nother level because there's even that video out there that I will not name because nobody should watch it but there is a video of from Russia of some kids doing that and it is rough like you can just take a pen knife just a small like a letter up or yeah, thing like you can literally hear these people beating this dude's head with hammers trying to kill him there's an actual video out there it's 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 not it's not good i wouldn't suggest looking it up so he bludgeoned his mom and slit her throat with a pen knife and then cut off her head and irrimated it he cut off his mom's head and then okay and now you fucking lost me. i was good with killing all the other people you fucked your mom at and just her head you you fucked your mom's mouth and now you fucking lost me. after he cut it well but i mean it was cut off does that make it better no to each their own that's a that's a pornhub video i don't want to watch I hope to God there's not fucking videos of anything like that. There's everything on Pornhub. Not that. They do have some standards. Not many. You can't have fucking snuff films on Pornhub. Uh, CGI. Yeah, that's, I think it's four guys, but yeah, that's a video. Nobody look it up. Three guys, one hand. You don't want to watch it. Really? It's what I was just talking about. No, it's, it's, it's literally like, if you want to hear a living person that's, I would assume unconscious getting hit in the face with a hammer and then gargling on their own blood to try to live. Then go ahead and watch the video. That's um, literally what maybe it is. I'll research it later. Oh, it's, it, it's real. I spoke too soon. We're back to fucking going. Real it, 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 it's real. It, it's don't, don't, don't look it up. It's not, it, it's not good. Jesus. So, um, yeah. So Kemper actually claimed, Oh, he also used her head as a dartboard. After okay, that. that's kind of funny, though. I will say that. Right? Like, like it's not. Mm-hmm. The, 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 if it was a movie scene, it would be hilarious. No, that's like the like if they did that, punchline ever. Well, like, if they did that in, like, a fucking horror movie, I'd be like, that's pretty funny. But it's just like fucking, we watched, um, what was that movie? I, I think I told you about it. Fuck. It's never actually seen, really good. Never seen fuck. It's actually really good. The Apostle, maybe? It was a culty kind of turn of the century movie, but it was actually really good. I was surprised, but there's a part where they're like going to this Island where the cult is in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And this sheep like gets out of a crate, the crate like breaks or something. It's stormy weather on the, on the high seas. And this guy, the main character like sees it. He like gets up and goes like picks up the sheep and he's like holding it. Cause it's like, and like this other dude just like looks at him, like walks over and like takes the sheep and like says something about like if the, the the gods of the ocean blah 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 and just literally like the sheep off the end of the fucking boat into the water like he just chucks it and it just slides off and he's just talking about how like the gods clearly didn't want this sheep to live so it shall not live and he just slides it off the end of the boat clearly it was a CGI sheep and clearly I started fucking losing it I was like, that motherfucker just just shuffleboarded a fucking sheep off the back of a boat. 
I like it. And it was so because like right after, right before you see it disappear off the end of the boat, you just, <laughs> <laughs> just and me being the bad person I am, I think it's called Apostle. I'll, I'll double check. It was it was pretty good. I think it's on Netflix. So you're not you're saying it's not a uh, movie about the Last Supper? Uh, no. Oh, that's Apostle. It was actually like Absolutely. no. It was it was actually. For the first time in a long time, I actually I, I watched a movie that was new to me that I didn't figure out, like, during the climax of the film and when it was culminating a shift, I was still actually sitting there like, oh, which is usually why I don't watch a lot of movies, because uh, I sit there and I'm like, eh, it's that guy. I got an idea. What? Let's get back to this Same. mouth motherfucker. Movie reviews. And dartboard, dartboard, and dartboard, which I'm all for. So Kemper claims that he, this is a quote, put her head on a shelf and screamed at it for an hour, threw darts at it, and ultimately smashed her face in. <laughs> like that fucking one. What's this fucking? Well, did he do that with a hammer, or did he like do that through irrimation? It's like the end of the song. That one song. Oh fuck! What's the song? Fuck! Oh, it's not down with the sickness. That's down with the sickness. Is that down with the screaming? <laughs> no, mommy, don't do it again. That's what I'm visioning. Right. Well, that was well. He smashed her face in after he smashed in her face. Too soon. Too soon. It's been about fifty years since this happened, so I don't know if that's true. So he also cut out her tongue and larynx and put them in the garbage disposal. However, the garbage disposal was not hardy enough. Are equipped. Yeah, and it actually wouldn't it wouldn't break down the vocal cords and they came back up from the sink. Um and this is another this is a uh a unfortunately funny joke or not joke but quote from Ed Kemper that I actually kind of chuckled at. He said, "Quote, that seemed appropriate as much as she'd bitched and screamed and yelled at me over so many years." Hey, who says serial killers can't have a sense of humor? Oh, apparently he's like no, th- he's really like that all the time. Like, there's actually an interview you can watch it, and like I don't know if this is word for word, but like the guy interrupts him or like interjects into him saying something, and he basically literally says he's like, "Oh, hold on, you're gonna fuck up the bit." Like he doesn't say that word for word, but like that's pretty much what he says. He's a fucking comedian. He, 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 I think he, I think it's just he just took that he killed the room I, too I don't, literally. I don't know if yeah I don't know if if it's that he had a comedic brain I think it's more that I think he he used his that part of his speech pattern and his thought process to disarm people and to make himself appear more normal yeah not fucked like one up. of the guys because he did it with the cops. He was buddy buddy with the cops. He hung out at the cop bar, all Keep that your shit. He's close. That's who named him Big Ed. <laughs> but I, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I had I kind of chuckled when I read that quote. So he hid his mother's corpse in a closet and went to drink at a nearby bar once again. When he returned home, he invited his mom's best friend, who was 59 year old Sarah Taylor Hallett, to the house for dinner and a movie, which that. That's not weird. Right. I like me a big old burly man with no chin. If you've never seen him, look him up. He has no chin. Like, I don't have a pronounced chin, and I look like, like, I don't even know. I look like fucking David Beckham compared to this dude. Or, or I, I, I found this fucking TikTok, uh, 
What do they call them? You had me a TikTok. What do they call them? Filter that I want to use. I want to make some stupid fucking video with. It gives me like a beard and face scars. I was like, look, I'm Jason Mormoa. <laughs> Mormoa. Um, <laughs> so, uh, aqua douche. So when Sarah arrived, Ed strangled her to death. And he did so because he had worked out this elaborate scheme in his mind to create a cover story that his mom and Sarah Hallett had gone away together on vacation. He then put her corpse in the closet and covered up any sign of disturbance from the outside and left a note for the police. See, and this is my thing. He, he, he comes up with this idea that they went on vacation and blah, blah, blah. But I'm thinking that it was just to cover up so he could have some time to get away or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so he actually left a note for the cops that said, quote, approximately 5.15 a.m. Saturday. No need for her to suffer anymore at the hands of this horrible, murderous butcher. It was quick asleep the way I wanted it. Not sloppy and incomplete, gents. Just a lack of time. I got things to do. <laughs> hey, he, he's, an, he, he's, he's this cat. He, he's... Well, he's on. something. Anybody that uses the word gents is a serial killer. Yeah. So, I mean, this, uh, this, I am going to, this is what I was saying earlier. And I was like, I was so glad that this just happened to fall on Mother's Day. Special. We did not plan this to be on Mother's Day. It just worked out fucking tits. Serendipitous. Fucking mint for all the kids out there. I mean, I know that trend is dead, but I still think those videos are funny. You ever see any of those back in the day? I saw one, the first one I saw that like got me hooked on the fucking mint was like this girl walking around her like budget apartment and it was like she'd like flip a switch in the kitchen and then like turn on the ceiling fan in the fucking living room mm-hmm. and then like just a switch that doesn't work an outlet that has nothing connected to it and every time she showed this fucked up shit it's just fucking mint like <laughs> uh then like I said this one this one for me personally wraps up quickly I, I didn't see any point in like drawing out much after after he gets arrested. So after leaving his mom's house, he drove to Pueblo, Colorado. For wit, this trip, he took fucking caffeine pills so he could stay awake because he drove. It was over a thousand miles away. This drive that he just felt like taking, I guess, to get away, and. In the car, he had three guns, a few hundred rounds of ammo, and that he he legitimately believed that he was the target of an active manhunt, which, why would you not think that? You've been killing people for a year or two years. It culminated in killing, head-fucking, and then dartboarding your fucking mom. Dartboarding. She got dartboarded. It's one step below waterboarding, which depending on how the irrimation, the head fucking went, <laughs> she might have got waterboarded too. Luckily, oh, oh, luckily, oh, oh, oh. you can't. I mean, what's she going to do? You're going to drown? Or you, gonna, you just got to fucking let it drain. It's like a flashlight. Just fucking put one end on the sink and let it flush that shit out of there. Wait, no, never owned one. Neither have I. I'm just assuming that's how it works. Makes sense, though. Right. So after he hadn't heard anything on the radio about the murders, he arrived in Pueblo and found a payphone and called the cops. 
Um, he confessed to murdering his mom and his mom's friend, Miss Hallett, but the cops didn't take him seriously and told him to call back. <laughs> uh, gotta love the cops. Well, and I'm proud in their, to be an American in defense. where oh. serial killers are free <laughs> because when you call to confess, they don't give a fuck. In Please the- call back, sir. The donuts are here and I don't got time for your shit. I'm going to go hit on Deborah and try to grab her tit. In, in their defense. Shout out Lee Greenwood. How, <laughs> how often is that? does that happen? I mean, when it does happen, I don't think that you should just not take it seriously and ask them to call back. At least take their information. Well, how do we know he called the right police station? You call any fucking police <laughs> station. I don't give a shit. Out of my I don't give a fuck. If I'm in fucking, like, Cancun, Mexico, and I call the Anchorage Police Department and go, hey, I murdered people. I expect the Anchorage Police Department to go, okay, sir, and what's your name? Um, where are you located? Okay, I'm going to need you to stay on the phone with me. Just like they always do. You know, I'm, good stuff. No, just call back. Fuck you, pussy. Call back later. I, I, I murdered people. Yo, I'm murdering my wife's fucking beef right now. Call back later, Jerry. You fucking dick. I know it's you, and I want my motherfucking lawnmower back, you son of a bitch. Any man that says he murders his wife's beef has a little dick. Any man who says the word beef in general. And has never murdered anything. They barely know he's there. Except for Wheeler Walker Jr. He said the word beef in a song. And you know who that is? Yeah, he's uh, he's, that. Fuck you, bitch. Dude, his shit. He gets a little out there, and yeah. it, it's funny. He's the Steel Panther of country music. Yeah. Did you know, actually, the song, the album that had Fuck You Bitch on it would have been a top 10 country billboard album, but it, they wouldn't allow him on the list? Because he had a song called Fuck You Bitch? Oh, it was like Fuck You Bitch um, on that album. I think Pussy King was on there. Nice. Um, eating Pussy, Kicking Ass. It's, that song's so funny because it culminates in. Hey, you cannot eat pussy and kick ass. Well, no, he, he's like, like he, he talks about like, he talks about his, his boss and he's like, so, uh, his boss pissed off. So, so, uh, ate his wife, pussy, kicked his ass. <laughs> and then it culminates into like ending up at like a gay club. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, like the last course is like eating pussy, sucking dick and kicking ass. <laughs> like, uh, he does make some pretty offensive. I don't think, too, I don't think but... George Jones would approve. Randy Travis is probably. All pissed off. Fuck Randy Travis. He had the most, he, he did for a man that only had like three lines. He did the worst job acting in cowboy way. The Kiefer Sutherland and Woody. Was he in cowboy? Yeah. He was, he was one of the, he was one of the fucking rodeo cowboys just like leaned on the fence when pepper showed up. I love that. One of the ones that was like, God damn it. He's good. That one of them was Randy Travis. That was a damn fine movie. That movie was funny as fuck. This he said, "I'll have a he said I'll have a sirloin. How would you like that cook, that prepared this evening? Knock its horns off, wipe its dirty ass, put it on a plate." <laughs> hey, waitresses do not take kindly when you say that. I can't say I've ever said I, that I've to a waitress. Oh, before. dude, I mean, I think I might post it on our Instagram. I made a, I wanted a 
bat. F- I literally, this was my words to my roommate when I went to the grocery store. I said, I have a craving for a fat fucking steak burrito. And I went to Kroger, got a picture. They just basically ended up being giant tacos. But I just, chef's kiss perfectly wall to wall, medium rared this fucking steak. It was so perfect. And then I pre seasoned the other one. Because I didn't know if better. Did have... you eat it or fuck it? Because I'm 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 kind of confused. Both. I'll let you guess what order. Let's just say it was very well tenderized and very juicy. All right, let's finish up at Kemper. Mm, stinks. Nice. And then Good. we'll get back to caveman blowjobs. Uh, <laughs> Forgot about that one. Oh, that seems like ages ago. I feel like the lady in Titanic. It was about half an hour, half an hour ago. <laughs> God damn it. So a few hours. So, yeah, again, the cops, he called the cops to confess to murder, and they didn't believe him told him to fucking call back later. <laughs> I, I'd like to confess to a murder. Can we put you on hold for a minute? In the def- I wonder how, how often that actually happens, a prank call. Oh, I'm sure it happens all the time. I, I would assume it happens. Like it, it, someplace, it, especially like New York, it would, LA, it, it, big it, cities. It, you would imagine at least has to happen a couple dozen times a day. I would think so. From like at least just even in well, nationwide. Like look at the swatting shit that's going on. Oh now. my god, that's been going on for a while. Well, but and shit. they like just, well not so much anymore cuz they they fucking look into it cuz they cuz well cuz fucking people police officers or not officers but police departments were catching lawsuits cuz they're fucking booting people's doors in for nothing. Just because they've listened to every fucking tip from some fucking snot-nosed 16-year-old kid on the internet that got mad because his favorite streamer didn't shout him out when he done it. I, I, was, I have to admit, I was disappointed, though. What? I When I first heard about SWAT, I was like, ooh, this, uh, where's that on Pornhub? Then I said, oh, it's just the SWAT team from Oh, Jesus fuck, Christ. Fuck that shit. That's what Ed Kemper did to his mom's head. No, he didn't fuck that shit. He fucked that mouth. You don't know what he was doing. He could have pooped in there. Shakespeare's like, I'm out. Can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> we lost her. We're almost done, too. So a few hours went by before he called back. He actually listened to him as the fucking kicker. Hey, uh, murder guy, call back. Okay, okay. I guess I'll just go get an all-star from Denny's, and then I'll, I'll just give you a try. I don't want to be a pester. I don't want to pester you. I don't want to be a fucking pain in the dick. Like my mom's teeth were after I cut her head off. Ouch. Um, I'm sure he said that too. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Fuck. Uh, so he called back again and asked to speak with an officer whom he knew personally. And did the... What the fuck? Did that shit just go nuts or is it just me? Went nuts. Uh, what else is new? Fuck it. I don't know. So uh, we'll cut that out. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Who cares? Technical difficulties. So he called back and asked to speak to a police officer whom he actually personally knew. Um, and he told him that he had killed his mom and his mom's friend, then waited for the cops to arrive to take him into custody. And when he was arrested, he also confessed to the murders of the other six women. So I, th- I, I, do, I do think he, this is one of those scenarios where like he knew he, he knew that some type of intervention needed to be had, and he knew that he had to stop doing this or shit. Or the job, all the killing that he did was building up, giving him the courage to end up killing his mother. And the job was done after that. That was the goal. I don't disagree. 
And he lost. It wasn't that he had a desire to kill. He was wanted to kill his mother. And he was figuring that that was the. Well, and just like most serial killers, he had a, a chip on his shoulder when it came to women. Because more of the story is if moms don't be a douche to your fucking son. I mean, just parents in general don't be douches to your kids. Odds are, I bet I would like to see the statistics on this of serial killers. How do because it seems like every serial killer we've covered on this podcast, podcast, which isn't you know we haven't even scratched the surface yet, they all had fucking mommy issues. Or well, no, they had issue. They had parental issues. Yeah. Mostly, there are some that that had like a that picturesque fucking upbringing, but for the most part, there's something. But I'd be willing. You dig deep enough, there's probably still some kind of fucked up parental shit. Oh yeah, something. Because we all, even if it's infidelity between the right. parents, like something right. that fucked the kid up from a young age. But, but you if know, you're being an, and, and your there kid. are those people that they they are just the fucking perfect storm. Like some people are just wired to be fucking nuts. Well, if you're fucking your mom's dead mouth, then you're fucking nuts. <laughs> See what I did there? You're fucking nuts and she's sucking them. Oh, fuck, shoot me. I shouldn't drink before these shows. Oh, you did drink before this, didn't you? Okay, so, um, again, this, the, I, personal opinion, I wrapped this up pretty quick. There's not much to it. Well, we're over two hours. Well, there, no, I'm talking about like the, in, the story. Like, There's not oh, much yeah. to it once he gets caught. Well, because he... Once he goes on the run, really, there's not much to it. Like, yeah. there's little stuff. Like, if you go into, like, detailing and outlining the interviews that he did, yeah, you can get more in-depth. But it's kind of lackluster, I feel, after this point. So he was indicted on eight counts of first-degree murder on May 7th, 1973. Because this shit goes quick, too. Because remember, that's May 7th, 1973. He gets indicted. He attempted suicide twice while he was in custody. Oh, really? Yeah. And with it. the severity of the charges against him, his defense could... Really, only their really their only option was to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, so he was found to be legally sane by three court appointed psychiatrists. One of the psychiatrists, Doctor Joel Fort Knight, <laughs> uh, looked into his, into his juvenile record and the diagnosis that he was once psych psychotic. He also interviewed Kemper with the help of truth serum and found out allegedly that he had engaged in cannibalism, slicing flesh from the legs of his victims, cooking and consuming the strips of flesh in a type of casserole. Yes, but didn't later he... The doctor still found Kemper to be fully cognizant, and Kemper later recanted his cannibalism confession. Right. Which, well, I wouldn't put nothing past him. I mean, I'm not I mean at that point, what the fuck does that matter? Like, just... Hey, he fucked your mom's mouth while she was after and death. used it as a dartboard. I want to know if he fucked her if he fuck if he fucked his mom's cut off head after he used it as a dartboard. That would just be wrong. Like some Hellraiser action. Just he's just like oh bullseye. Oh. Uh-huh. Round two, double bull. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm just saying. So, excuse me. Kemper testified that he killed because he wanted to keep his victims for himself, like possessions. He also tried to convince the jury that he was clearly insane because a sane person couldn't commit crimes with such a fucked up nature. I don't. 
that I I I, I, I don't think I don't think he's insane necessarily, not criminally insane. But if I was in his shoes, I would one hundred percent try that defense because pretty good chance it might work on at least a couple of the jurors. And you could you pull a hung jury, you could be walking out that fucking door, or at least potentially walk out the door at some point in your life. Um, so he said that there was, there were two beings inhabiting his body and that when the killer personality took over, it was quote, kind of like blacking out. Boom. Um, so mind you, he was indicted May 7th, 1973, November 8th, 1973. Kemper was found guilty on all counts. So multiple homicide, necrophilia, rape, I mean, it not, wasn't all that he was counted or charged with, but like realistic, all the stuff that went on. What's, uh, what's that? Six six months? Mm, yeah. A six month court case for something like that is like fucking unheard of. Usually, usually those court cases get drawn out for quite some time. Right. But I don't think that there just wasn't really there wasn't really much defense here. Right. Yeah. It was either either he gets designated criminally insane insane or you're fucked because he confessed to all of them it's just a matter of yeah of finding him competent now little bit to throw in at the end is he did ask for the death penalty by way of torture but he was sentenced to seven years to life for each count due to the moratorium on capital punishment by the supreme court of california and was sentenced to the california medical facility in vacaville all concurrent Charge or sentencings, obviously. So he's saying uh, he's not getting out. Uh, well, he's been declined for parole, I think, six times. Uh, he is considered to be a model inmate by corrections staff. And he helped out the FBI. And he's actually up for parole again in 2024. That'd be what? He's 73 now, I think. What was 48? 70, 74, 70, 73, 73 or 74. Yeah, depending on when's his birthday, you got it in your notes. 48, December 48. So in December, he'll be 74. Yeah. D- December what? 18th. Are you shitting me? I think so. 18th. Uh-oh. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, Phil's Ed Kemper. Phil fucks severed heads. But yeah, so yeah, he's up for parole again in 2024. Because there's all kinds of fucking articles that I saw that are Must like, will Ed Kemper that. ever be free? I'm like, no, motherfucker, they're not letting him out. Oh, he my. knows that. Must be something about that birthday that likes... Are like, you going to start questioning if they're going to let BTK out now? Oh, fuck no. Charles Manson didn't get out. And Charles Manson, at least from the You're evidence right, they like, had in front of them, never actually him. physically killed, killed anybody. anybody. He did, but... He, he did. Was, he, he definitely was, killed some people. He wasn't charged with it. That's not what he was in prison yeah. for, no. Which we ought to do that one for. Of course, that would be a two. What, Manson? Yeah, it'd be a two, three-parter. Probably. It'd be at least two. I think we could do two now. I think the only reason that West Memphis 3 took us three episodes is just because true crime was a new thing for us. And we were like, we need to get everything. And now I'm like, no, I don't need to get everything. That's true. Well, at least one episode full of just your rants on Jerry Driver. Oh God! Oh, that reminds. There we me. go. There's a, there's a Wednesday episode. Thirty minutes of Jerry Driver. Thirty minutes of fucking Dragon. Speaking of Dragon, the new season started. Well, it looks like I'm firing up Hulu. I got the first one recorded. Well, I have Hulu, so 
Um, oh, unless they're one of those, unless they're a bunch of one of those cockbag TV shows that you got to wait for the whole fucking season to come out before they probably. watch it. They will be saved on my DVR. I tell you what, if I find out that I have to wait for the whole season to come out, because I don't really fucking give a shit about that show. I just like talking shit about it. If I have to wait for that whole season to come out, I will decapitate and irrimate someone. Luckily, I don't have any pen knives. We're all right. That's not true. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, Ed Kemper. Yeah, that's Ed Kemper in a nutshell, the co-ed killer. But old Bumblebutt. Six foot nine. Bumblebutt. God, he did not age I well. I think the moral of the story is, ladies, young ladies of today. Don't get in strangers' cars. No, that's not even it. Put out for these dorky kids. Don't do that. He, Unless you want if to. If he wasn't sexually frustrated and didn't think he could get away. No, this was past sexual no, frustration. No, no. This was far Odds past sexual maybe, frustration. He wouldn't have turned out to be a serial He was get, got some ass. Ass is a cure all for everything. He was fucking. He was. This cat was wired to be a serial killer before he was sexually mature. I don't. I'm just saying, a young man could get because he's old and bald. He's actually not. David, don't judge, David. He's actually not. Hey, my birthday is the same as a Kemper. Don't fuck with me. I'm a Bad motherfucker. Trying to get, I'm going to skull fuck you, boy. No, but, but I'm serious. Let's, all the fucking problems we have in today's society, all these fucking Zuckerbergs and fucking Amazon douchebag, they, they weren't getting no ass beforehand. They did not get laid at an mm. early age. And look, yeah, well, look what they the did. They just made it, but they became billionaires, and now they get ass. They didn't start cutting off heads and mouth well, fucking dead people. assholes trying to take over the world and fucking us over. I don't know. Like, we totally glanced over the fact that not only was he mouth-fucking severed heads, he was also fuck-fucking headless bodies. You think he... Let's be real. We're all thinking it. What? Do you think he fucked the hole on the top where the head was? I don't, I've never seen... Honestly, I've never seen a severed head, head so I don't know. I mean, you think it's going to be esophagus? Couldn't touch the fucking side. Trachea, too, too, no, well, too big of a hole. I don't know. He was six nine. If he's promotioned it, yeah. But we're both six foot and up. Where yours is, I'm luckily to be six foot. I've got a millimeter for every so foot that, that I am that, tall. That argument does not stand. I'm just saying. Law. Um, Inquiring minds want to know if Ed Kemper fucked the neck holes. Well, I'll tell you what. See if you can get an interview with him, and we'll ask him. That'd be interesting. Didn't you say you, there's somebody on YouTube or something that was, or was it BTK? That was BTK. Oh, was BTK. And I never heard back from him. Anyway. Well, that's the show. That's it. It's that's all we got. 10.30. Traffy Tai Tai. I got to work tomorrow morning, too. Me, too. So Hopefully my fucking car starts again. We have an interview next week. Yes. Scheduled. Hopefully that um, I don't see. Are we any... doing the interview live? Or... I think so. Okay. Yeah. Interview live. It could be a clusterfuck. Fuck it. Oh, I'm sure she won't be on for the full two hours. Uh, the, the start of the. She seemed cool. Next week, be here on time because there probably won't be a lot of. Uh, Does she seem cool? Uh, through email, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did talk to her. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Hi, mommy. <laughs> I did talk to her on the phone once so far. Uh, which I got to get with her this So week. Uh, when did you purchase the house, mommy? <laughs> no. <clears throat> so, but 
Anyway, well, she's going to watch this. She's going to email you like, I swear uh, to God, I don't even want him in the goddamn phone call. Uh, but be here on time next week at 8 o'clock because there won't be a lot of pre We'll probably just hit live and go right go right to town and start. There'll probably be no... I mean, it's either that or we start the live at like 7.30. Well, then I have to call her and get everything set up. She's going to have to be on the line. So what we're saying is next week's start time is eight o'clock. Just, just be if you want to watch, just be paying attention to your notifications, basically. Because yeah. as soon as we hit stream, we're going to intro it and go. The, the Ghost of the Night started a live stream two minutes ago. Oh, sweet, they're on! All right, have a good night. It was great talking to you. Hey, I can go longer in two minutes. Damn it! They're going to get on. Like, where's the interview? Apparently, she didn't have a very good sense of humor about stuff because Travis opened his stupid fat fucking face and she hung up within three seconds. No, Travis will be on good behavior. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, mommy. <laughs> and then the following week, we're working on something special. A spe- another special guest, possibly the following week. Oh. That asshole. Oh. It's going to be a cult fucking episode. I want to really dive into the mind of a cult member. One well, of, one of our cult. Oh, members. of our cult. Uh, Two so, cult like coming said, at you. Be here early, or be here on time, or just don't be surprised. There won't be a lot of fucking around in the, <clears throat> in the beginning. For once. Uh, what else we got? Uh, what the fuck Wednesday? We got a lot of shit to cover. And oh, that's what I want to admit. For those of you who. After What the Fuck Wednesdays, we always do the What the Fuck After Show on for all of our Patreon subscribers. So if you want to be a part of that, go to patreon.com slash G-I-T-N podcast. You have to go to the direct link. Yes, but I think I might have figured out how I won't have to uh, send the notification. I can live stream from Patreon. Now. Why did my yawn sound like the fucking iPhone messaging. You keep, you, you keep yawning like that. There's going to be some aeration or aeration or whatever. The fuck, <laughs> <Aeration>. <laughs> whatever the fuck that word is. Fuck it. Uh, yes. It's going to be a liquidation sale in that fucking mouth. Yeah, but uh, like I said, hopefully. I love how as soon as we're done, I just stop giving any fucks about being on in frame. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Uh, yeah, so what the fuck Wednesday and then the after show for Patreon subscribers. Uh, will be uh, hopefully. I think I've got that streamlined. Of course, that was before this computer faux pas. Uh, what else I got? What else I got? I don't think. Uh, I think that's fucking it. Socials. Oh, socials. If you want to follow us on social media, that's the best way to keep in touch with us and also find out little what's going on with the podcast. Instagram at ghost underscore night underscore underscore podcast twitter at night underscore ghost facebook at ghost of the night simple and the ticky talky at g-i-t-n dot podcast i said a tick talk a ticky to the ticky to the tick talk talk and you don't stop talking to the bang bang boogie to stop talk to boogie to the bird to the boogie to me well you just fucked that up you just set rap back fucking 50 years i think i fit tick tock in there pretty well they're throwing saliva. Tick tock boom. No? No. All right. I think that's it. We are out of here. I'll just go irimate myself. Irimate? Like Marilyn Manson, take out a rib.
I can't believe that so many people believed that myth. Or when he had that fucking eye contact in all the time, and they're like, he dug his eye out with a spoon at the dinner table with his family. No, he didn't, Barbara, you fucking idiot. He That's was... a clip right there. Barbara, you fucking idiot? Yeah. No, I'm telling you, those six-second less videos, people love that shit. I do want to, I do want to, like, if, when I move in here, I do want to, like, take shifts for, like, a week and see how long of a video we can get clipped together of just us saying fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. mouth fuck, fuck. It's got to be at least a half an hour. Oh, we could probably string together a two-hour podcast on just of all the inappropriate shit Travis it's says. like that video I saw on TikTok. I found a TikTok of a guy that clipped together every time Wilford Brimley said diabetes in any of those commercials. Just diabetes, 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 diabetes. And then at the end, it showed one of those weird-looking cats that's like, all the time, it just said, diabetes, and it was the end of the video. All, all right, right, we're out of here. I need a cigarette and all a nap. All right, guys, thanks for showing up for this, whatever, this live stream. We appreciate each and every one of you. We will see you Wednesday and then next Sunday and the following. We will just, we're like herpes. We just keep coming back. Is that a leaf blower? At fucking 10 and 30 at night? Remember, tip your waitresses and don't irrimate people that don't want to be irrimated. And don't cut your mom's head off. Life advice from Ghost of the Night. And remember, take everything we say with a grain of salt. <laughs> Except for not cutting your mom's head off and irrimating you. Noise, noise, noise. All right, we'll see you next week or Wednesday. Take care. Everybody.